Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, five, six, seven, eight. Batman, Batman, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. I always think of, I used to do that at work all the time. Just to center myself, I would clap and be like, okay. Yeah. You know, just just kind of like, all right. Yeah, hype yourself up a little. And then coworkers are all like, you sound like a cheerleader. Ready? <laughs> okay. okay. So there we go. Okay. And then I always just think of in Bring It On, where she says, your school has no gymnastics team. This is a last resort. Oh. Cause, well, because she's trying out for the cheerleading squad, but she yeah. doesn't want to because she's cool and edgy. Have you seen that movie recently or ever? I saw it forever ago. It is bad. Like, talk about a movie you could not make today. Oh, really? Yeah. E. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. We, maybe we should do a, a, bonus. a patron. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, oh, no. Like, there's so <laughs> many jokes you're just like, oh, nope, nope. This nope. is very clearly, when did that come out? Like 2004? Yikes. Yeah. Anyway. Yikes. Anyway. What's new? It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Time's fake, so not sure when this is coming out. I mean, the whole month is your birthday. Yeah. Oh, it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Oh, wait. Then your birthday's over. (laughs) No. No. I get the whole thing. (laughs) You can have it all. Thank you. My empire of dirt. (laughs) (laughs) How does Um, it feel to be... 305 <gasps> how dare you <laughs> i don't know i'm excited i won't it hasn't happened yet so i'll have to tell you about it oh yeah in, our in next july episode. yeah but we're doing an escape room oh yeah to celebrate my birthday you so. mentioned that on a previous episode i probably did I'm yeah i'm excited to it's, hear it's all booked i'm ready the theme is of course bank heist because i love heist yep that's your favorite so that's what we're doing um, I did try to do something different. I was like, let's do the pirate one. And my brother was like, well, that's an intermediate. And I think we are too smart for that. Oh, you're doing we the hard do one? an advanced one. So, yeah. So I was like, fine. I want to do pirates. But okay. So you're like, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. I don't I want to be hard. I want to have fun. <laughs> I want to smart. So we're doing bank heist. I'm very excited, but it hasn't happened yet. So I'll let you know. I'm going to need you to be in like photographic memory mode. Yeah. Because I want to hear all about it. Okay. And I want you to talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Our fans deserve. We just have a special episode where I walk you through the entire hour <laughs> that we are locked in this room with my family trying to escape. I just, I feel like it's going to be so entertaining. <laughs> yes. I know, I'm excited. Maybe I'll put a voice recorder in my pocket. Yeah. And you can just hear me being like, please, <laughs> please just trust me on this. I don't know. Are your partners going? Yep. There will be six of us. Yeah. Nice. So it's me, my parents. My boyfriend, my brother, his girlfriend. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Sounds fun. Anyway, happy birthday. Thank you. And you picked this movie this month. Yes, because I have always loved Batman. 
he was my first crush. Oh, I still love him. Every iteration of Batman, I'm just like, he's great. Sign me up. Because we talked about it a little bit already. Wait, do you have a question? I do. Oh, okay. Do you want to start with that? Okay. I'm me which? (laughs) I'm Bucket Snake. This is Replay Rewind. It's Replay Rewind. You already know. You podcast about movies. You clicked on the episode. You get it. So yes, you're right. I do have a question for you. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? (laughs) (laughs) That cannot be a real question. I don't have a real question. If you were a super villain, (laughs) what would your theme be? What would my theme be? Yeah. What you do know you, how what Batman the... always has like fuck, fucking Calendar Man, or there's the <laughs> Condiment man. man. Yeah, Calendar Man. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So well, if you were to be like a wacky ass <laughs> themed Batman villain, oh my god, just up there in the what does he call the Rogues Gallery? Yeah. I mean, what would I my feel theme like be? Just be? Covered in scissors and other people's hair. <laughs> I'd be uh, Itchy Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out to make everyone itchy. Everyone suffer with me. I'm going to make it rain hair. <laughs> oh my God. That's perfect. That's yeah. actually, yeah. That would be terrible. It's... I'll clog up the city sinks and drains <laughs> with all the hair. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And increase the, no, decrease the, increase the humidity. So everybody's just having bad, bad hair days. Yeah. Real frizzy. Ooh, I'll invent a serum and sell it in stores that's supposed to be really good for your hair but it makes your hair grow 15 times faster oh my god and then people need more haircuts yes and then i collect all of their hair and then i make it right for the sky (laughs) that is perfect (laughs) see you understood the assignment i got it i only needed like two seconds right (laughs) so good yep that's that's mine what's your answer i don't know i was trying to think of uh some you know something bakery themed because we got to go with like our most yeah our archetypes sure be the cupcaked crusader nice and i'm just i just like pretend to be batman but everything's just like pink and covered and sprinkles and like you trying to get the city to 350 degrees so (laughs) everywhere can be your oven yeah (laughs) every hot surface is an oven just want to bake all the time so like a super padded suit so i look real like chunky and yeah full of cake and real fluffy wait what was we need like a defining event mm, that pushed me over the edge yeah where i was just trying to like hmm. like you fell into a vat of icing yeah absolutely <laughs> just a big old batter yeah yeah that's so funny and now you're just made of frosting yes well, oh that I would be cute trying to combine cupcakes and baseball just because i wanted to use like batter up you know how they always have like oh. really bad batter up that's yeah. so good <laughs> so i'm like okay how do i combine <laughs> i'm just like hitting yeah baseballs at people or you could Cupcakes. just your your thing could be to hit stuff with a giant spatula mm. and that's just your like attack yeah move, you know and you can be like batter up batter up or you have a giant whisk a big rolling pin yeah something Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah hell yeah nice come get us batman <laughs> If you ain't scared. More like Batterman. <laughs> oh my god, and we could be a dynamic duo. Oh, yeah. And then there would be hair in everyone's food. <laughs> we would win. We would win. Everyone would move out of the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just like, that's it. 
I can't take one more. Living in Gotham must fucking suck. Yeah, there's just super villains running around everywhere all yeah. the time. Always poisoning the water supply constantly. Like there's clearly like this huge class divide. Yeah, it's just bad. And if you live in like animated series Gotham, it's always night. Yeah, I know. It's never daytime. Yeah, or like overcast. Yeah, gloomy as hell. So anyway, gloomy. We're talking about Batman. We're talking about Batman. I do. The... I have a question for you. Actually, what? did you see the new Batman? Yes, with Robert Pattinson. Yes. Did you like it? I did. Did we talk about it? I, can't I don't remember. remember. I like it because they really, they did a good job of leaning on batman being a detective yeah that's what i liked about it too. he is the world's greatest detective that's why they call them detective comics is yeah. it not yep dc so comics like, yeah they were just like yeah he's not just punching he's also being like hmm a clue yes figuring shit out so i liked that i very much enjoyed all of the weird press of robert pattinson being like oh i'm gonna make it weird and you he know, did i'm gonna be silly yeah but not like so, you know he had a good time he refused to work out good he was like i'm not trying to set that standard of batman being this like super ridiculous buff guy you yeah he's like i just i'm gonna be me um yeah uh take it or leave it yep yeah and he did a really good job i thought so too i kind of want to watch it again didn't particularly like it's zoe kravitz she done not okay yeah she's um too intense she's chewing gum too hard in that one scene like it's just like girl like take it back a little but you know what yeah. i mean like calm down yeah is your jaw tired get the <laughs> fuck out of that gum yeah her character felt a little i don't know not as well thought through yeah but overall i did like it. yeah no i remember actually you saw it before i did mm-hmm. because you were like that was colin farrell yeah i remember talking about that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and paul dano i know love him i know he did great he did anyway so back to 1989. Batman. Yeah, we're talking about 1989 when I was exactly one year old when mm-hmm. this movie came out, which is partially why I picked it, but also because I just have always loved it. On your first birthday, my very first birthday, I wonder if my parents took me to see it. <laughs> Doubt it. Doubt it. Um, honestly, for as much as I love Batman, I don't remember this movie very much. I had. Yeah, I love all of the movies, but I have seen them a bunch. Yeah, and they kind of all run together in my mind. Yeah, a little bit. So this one is Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah. And a. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is Penguin in this one? No. He's in the second one? He's, yeah. Third one? Fourth He's one? in the one with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Which right. Which is Batman Returns. Yes. And that's- So it's Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever? And Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin. I think Batman Returns is a little bit more, because it was Michael Keaton and then- Michael Keaton twice. Yeah, but I think he came back after Kilmer and Clooney did it. It's Hmm. not like I have the internet in front of me. What is the internet? Let's look it up. Batman. I forgot that George Clooney was Batman. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where he's got nipples on it, but that's because it was Joel (laughs) Schumacher and he was like, let's make it as gay as possible. We love that. So, okay, no, it was Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and then Batman and Robin. Okay. Um, Interesting that Robin didn't come into the last movie of yeah. that set of movies you know yeah. i had a big you know how they used to like make books for movies they'd be like just pictures from the movies and then be yeah. like, here's a yeah. story like for the kids i had that of batman forever huh that's the one with jim carrey in it oh yeah the, the riddler, riddler and, and two-face Uma thurman 
Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. Yeah, they're so good. I mean, these are we'll get to them all eventually. But yeah, I love them so much. Um, just how campy and ridiculous and like so well cast everybody was. Only Joker in the first one. Yeah, I think so. I can't look it up. So yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I was about to, but I was like, no, 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 no. Um, I'm pretty sure it's because just him. There's there's Joker. Yeah. There's Penguin, Danny DeVito. Yeah. There's Mr. Freeze. There's yeah. Poison Ivy, Catwoman. Yeah. Riddler. Yeah. But there's only four movies. <laughs> yep. Well, the Riddler and Two Face are together. Oh yeah, and Two Face. Yeah. Um, Penguin. And Catwoman are in the same movie. That's Batman Returns. Wait, Poison Ivy and Mr. Freezer in the same movie? Yeah. I think that's Batman and Robin. Okay. Freezing hell, Batman. <laughs> I think that's that one. <gasps> it can't be this one. That'd be too much. No, yeah. And then Max Shrek is also in the one with the penguin, played by Christopher Walken, who he's like a lower level like, oh, yeah. corporate dude. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's just the Joker because who else is there? I think yeah, maybe that's a they just. So this has always been happening. Yeah, where the first movie has one villain, and then the next movie they're like, "What if two villains?" And then the next movie they're like, "What if three villains?" It's like let's just stick to one. Which one is Alicia Silverstone in Batman Forever? Yeah, I think so. Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I I can see Alicia Silverstone and Chris O'Donnell together in my head. They're in the same movie. Okay, so that's Batman and Robin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. I don't remember. But this one. Let's focus on those. You said Drew Barrymore was in this one. Yeah, she's one of the Joker's angels. Hell yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You might be right. I've been wrong before. <laughs> Here's what we know. <laughs> Jack Michael Nicholson. Keaton. Jack Nicholson. Yes. And, oh my God. His love interest. Oh. Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's not her name. The forever love interest. As a 12-year-old. I know. No. (laughs) Rachel. Is it Rachel? Her name's Rachel, at least in the Christopher Nolan movies, and they also replace her. Is it Rachel? Or is it she? God. (laughs) Just a mess. There's too many Batman movies. If you are listening to this and screaming at us, we'll get there. Yeah, don't worry. We'll figure it out. What Just be entertained by our faulty memories. That lady's name who was married to Tom Cruise for a while. And quit acting. Nicole Kidman. No. The dark haired one. She kind of disappeared for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the character's name is Rachel. So I don't think it's Rachel in these movies. Okay. Um, there's Chase Meridian, but I don't think she she's a journalist, but I don't think she shows up until Val Kilmer plays Batman. Okay. So I don't know who his who love, is interest the love interest is in this, in this movie. one. Because Joker goes after her. Yeah, of course. He's gotta. Is it Nicole Kidman? I think Nicole Kidman plays Chase Meridian. In the, but I could be wrong. Yeah. It might be Nicole Kidman. I don't know. I don't either. Who knows? Not Nobody me. knows. Literally no one knows. Okay. Again, this is textbook replay rewind movie <laughs> where we're like, I love this movie. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happens. I maybe have never seen it. I just love that it exists. <laughs> no, I've seen it. But the only scene that I can picture is the one where... Okay, so they go to a big party and joker shows up and bruce wayne can't do anything because he's bruce wayne or something mm. but then the joker ends up coming back to his house yeah i think because he figures out who he is maybe oh but he comes in and like shoots him wow and takes his his woman <laughs> lady <laughs> who has curly blonde hair hmm. in my mind okay I don't know. I just remember the scene of like they had just been out, I think, 
and they come home and they're all happy but then the joker shows up and then he gets shot and yeah uh, huh big staircase mm. it's a little hazy big staircase it's a big staircase <laughs> listen no i mean i have 35 years of memories worth of information i know and there are so many batmans <laughs> so too many batmans like eight different dudes have played batman <laughs> yeah at least so anyway do you uh, remember anything specific no okay nope just that joker i mean the way he looks you know his face yeah i am without makeup is like creepier well he this version of the joker he puts on makeup to look like a normal guy his face always looks like that because yes. he fell into a vat yeah, of acid. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. But when he looks... But his face is still stuck, like, smiling. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's got that big old... No matter big what. That's what's stuff. creepy. Yes. Yeah. And so then he puts on, like... Clown makeup, quote unquote. No. Oh. Oh, man makeup. Yeah, man makeup. <laughs> he puts on foundation and stuff so he can, like, kind of blend in. But his face is always, like, white and red and... Yeah. Because of the acid. Right. That he fell into. There's a Did lot of acid in Gotham, Two-Face too. Two-Face fall into the acid? Two-Face got acid thrown in his face. Oh. Because he was a lawyer and somebody got mad and they threw acid at him. Okay. And it only melted half of his bot. Right. And then he decided, I should also wear zebra print on that half. Harvey Dent. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I am looking forward to it, though. Me too. I hope it's not really bad. It might be. It might be. But it's Tim Burton, right? The so first ones not... are Tim Burton. Yeah. And the second ones are Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Because Joel Schumacher is when it got like real. Everything was neon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the nipples. The nipples. Who knows? Let You know what? There's one way to find out. Uh, what way is that? Let's go watch it. Wait, I have one more question. What? What? Do you have a favorite version of Batman? It's the animated series oh, okay. it's kevin conroy's voice yeah it's the way that he treats all of his rogues yeah he's my favorite mine and it's the one i grew up watching is you already know this but year 100 paul pope yeah the comic yeah so good yeah anyway hell yeah okay let's go watch it okay because i could just keep talking yep <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, that was a fucking movie that I wish I wouldn't have rewatched and just kept the nostalgia in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> movie?
<laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of disappointed. It was. I <laughs> got most of the way through it and went, well, I've never seen this movie before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Turns out I've never seen it. I had, but it, I mean, it's been so long that none of it was like, oh, yeah, this part. Yeah. And honestly, I hate to say it. It was kind of boring. It was boring. Yeah. And it's too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, like two hours and five minutes long. Is it? I didn't I didn't get that, but I also stopped in the middle yeah. to go do some stuff. So, but it wasn't. There just wasn't. wasn't there wasn't done. a lot that happened. No. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. kind of hard to follow. Like, who are these people? Yeah. It definitely, like, it looked cool. Yeah. There were a lot of really nice visual elements. I mean, we'll get to it at the end, but just not a lot going on. No. Yeah. So the IMDb says, The dark night of Gotham City begins his war on crime with his first major enemy being Jack Napier, a criminal who becomes the clownishly homicidal Joker. Yep. And that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, we get these two long opening credits where it's like, what could this shape be? And it's like, ah, it's the bat symbol. The song is very iconic. They keep and they use it forever. And it's Danny Elfman, which I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know Danny Elfman. Never met him. (laughs) But he's done all of the music for all of the things that I remember. Yeah. He actually didn't do the music for the other Batman movies, but they kept this theme. Oh, it's such a good theme. Yeah. And they used it for the animated series for the same reason. It's just Uh, that's the Batman theme. It is. Yeah. It's so good. Iconic. Danny Elfman. Have you ever seen a picture of Danny Elfman? Is he in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? The new one with Johnny Depp. I don't know. I thought I heard someone say that he plays the Oompa Loompa because there's only one Oompa Loompa. No, that's a different guy. Okay. That's like a, that's, yeah, not him. He is shredded. Oh, shit. And covered in tattoos. Aww. <laughs> he doesn't look anything like you would expect him to look. No. Especially, I mean, if you listen to his music and then if you listen to like his band, Oingo Boingo. Oh, he's the in 80s, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, like very like. Why didn't I know that? Goofy. Yeah. And then you look at him and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's always like playing shirtless and he's like, I don't know. It's just very funny. That is really funny. But yeah, he seems like a nice guy. But yeah, he's very, uh, he's, he's done all the things. Yeah, he's just got a great, great mind. It's just like, like him and John Williams. And that's literally what I was just going to say. Yep. That's it. Those two dudes are the soundtrack to all cinema. Well, yeah, basically. Yeah. So well, anyway, lots of credits. And then. Yeah, we open on this dingy, bustling, dark city. It is always dark. The sun never comes out. No, it it can't. Currently, it's at night, and we see this family, a dad and a mom and a child, like trying to get a taxi, and Mm -hmm. they keep people keep stealing their taxis or they're ignored or whatever. So they're like, okay, we'll just walk. It'll be fine. You know, we'll get a taxi further on down the road. And yeah, the little kid has a map, and the dad is like, we're gonna go like tourists. Yeah, you are. Like you already do. But so they get lost and then they get mugged, mm-hmm. which <laughs> one of the muggers is like, hey, lady, do the kid a favor. Don't scream. And then she's like, ah, ah. She's like, I don't give a shit about that kid. No, I know. Yeah. But high above the city, we see a CGI shadow. Yeah. It don't look great. I know. Is And was it like that in the original or did they try and like improve it later? I couldn't tell. I'm not sure. It's just like somebody took a black crayon and was like look at this yeah here's a batman shape <laughs> wiggle wiggle yeah 
Tim Burton, after this movie came out, was like, there are certainly times where the technology in this movie is not great. Yeah. This and we talked about it before we turned the mics on, but it is Tim Burton. Mm hmm. And it's not very Tim Burton y. No. Not silly enough. No. But he well, again, we'll talk about it till the end, but he was really trying to get away from that like silly Batman can't be mm-hmm. Adam West image and he was like, I'm gonna make it a lot darker. Well, he could have made it darker, but still made it look like a Tim Burton movie. Right. You know? Yeah. Like the... I know he had literally just done Beetlejuice the year before. Yeah. So it wasn't like he hadn't come into his own yet. You know, we had mm-hmm. seen Tim Burton films before this one. So I don't know. I don't Weird. know what he was thinking. Well, he's trying to be too serious and that was the wrong choice. <laughs> So anyway, the muggers are looking through the guy's wallet and one of them, they're like sitting on a roof, like going through all the stuff that they stole. And one of them is like, listen, I'm nervous up here. Like, let's get back down to the ground because I heard there's a big old bat running around town. Yeah. And the other guy's like, shut the fuck up if you want your cut of this. Yeah. You're getting on my nerves. Yep. And I can't tell if they're meant to look like they do drugs. Yeah. Because of the way they're like skin and mm-hmm. stuff is painted or if they just have a really bad cold <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look well but yes no. the reasoning is un- they oh yeah like pale and greasy and gray and just yeah like sores yeah. around their mouth and nose yeah yeah big black bags under their eyes mm-hmm. everybody in this movie is gray like i made a note of it a little bit later yeah just like there's just kind of a gray wash on everybody mm-hmm. no one's seen the sun in years right but so, of course, behind them, dramatically, we see this big bat-shaped man lowering himself down and then, like, walking up to them and starts kicking their asses. Mm-hmm. It's well, the bat! First, one of them just turns around and shoots him, and boom, he goes down. And it's like, that's it. The end. <laughs> no one should dress up like a bat. No, but he gets back up. <laughs> Don't wear the shirt. Around. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wear the shirt, super bleeder. Super bleeder. Um, and then he grabs one of the crooks and like holds him over the edge of the roof yeah and you know he's like don't kill me man you know please let me go don't kill me he's like i'm not gonna kill you i want you to do me a favor i want you to tell all of your friends about me and he's like well who are you and he says i'm batman (laughs) Batman. and then he tosses him back onto the roof before jumping over the edge and disappearing into the night yep but i was like you did and he continues to do nothing. Yeah, he doesn't stop anything from happening. No, he's he's just a cop. <laughs> I mean, truly, yeah, he just <laughs> he shows does, up he later. He doesn't prevent crime yeah. once in this movie. He doesn't, like, gather this man's money and wallet. We don't see him, like, giving it back to him at any point. Doesn't mail it back to this tourist guy. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He just roughs up some goons and is like, tell your friends about me. And it's like, well, why? You didn't. You do didn't anything. Do anything. You didn't hurt them. You didn't take. He left them on the rooftop with the money with all in that the stuff. guy's Amex card. Yeah, like they could still have it. Absolutely useless. Yeah. Goofy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goofy. So Michael Keaton is the one because I guess he considers himself a logic freak. Okay. And so he was like, people are going to figure secret identities are dumb, basically. Mm-hmm. People are going to figure out that Bruce Wayne is Batman right away. You know, if anybody talks to him. For like two seconds. So he was the one who started doing that like deeper register. Oh, like the raspy voice. Yeah. Yeah. Which I understand and he is right on one level. But in this universe, this 
that this movie is in, mm-hmm. no one even seems to know who Bruce Wayne is. No, definitely not. He's not the like, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. You know, like the Bruce playboy. Wayne everybody is just like, oh, everybody, you know, on site, yeah. like knows who he is. Yeah. He's definitely just like, I mean, is mistaken at his own party later, mm-hmm. you know, like, so he didn't really need to do that. But it's just, I like that Michael Keaton was the one who like, yeah, started this trend that everybody, I mean, even Kevin Conroy, you know, yeah. and the cartoons did from like here on out. He also, the line, I'm Batman, he was the one who came up with that. Originally, the script oh. said, I am the knight, but oh. he was the one who was like, oh, I'm Batman. So they took I am the knight and put it again in the animated series. Yeah. Also, apparently, he could not hear in that suit at all. Yeah, or turn his head. Or turn his head. <laughs> he was so just awkward. like encased in there, which Michael Keaton is like has claustrophobia. And he's oh. like, it was kind of hard for me to be in there. But yeah. he said he used it to his advantage because he was like, I wanted this guy to be just this like inward dude, you know, doesn't really have any personal relationships. Yeah. Is totally isolated. And he was like, that's kind of how I felt being in there. So I just used it, you know, yeah, channeled t- it to get into the mindset. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next, there's like, um, I guess like a press conference mm-hmm. where Harvey Dent is. Is he running for district attorney? I think he has been appointed district. Attorney. Okay, I couldn't tell what the point of this was, but he's like, listen, Gotham's got a lot of crime, and we're gonna get rid of it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm. I'm not one for flowery speeches or too many words so i won't go on for too long and then he goes on for like minutes about you know yeah. crime whatever we see that bruce wayne is notably missing from this table he's supposed to be there yeah but nobody says anything about it they just show his like empty seat and there's like well so i don't know like again nobody's like hey bruce wayne isn't here or at the same time nobody's like he never shows up to these things they just don't mention him at all yeah they're just like weird yeah let's look at the chair and but no one knows what it means because it doesn't mean anything i guess yeah right (laughs) unfortunately so in another room watching harvey dent's speech Mm -hmm. we see a man in a purple suit playing with a deck of cards and we learn that his name is jack and he's like having an affair with some dude's wife grissom's wife yeah because you know ain't they always and he's also an asshole because she's like you look great and he's like i didn't ask Oh, that was a good Jack Nicholson voice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, Grissom will be mad if he finds out about us. And he's like, don't flatter yourself. Yeah, he couldn't run this town without me or whatever. Yeah. In another part of town, we see the muggers from earlier being carted away in an ambulance. And there is a police lieutenant there named Eckhart. And an exceedingly chipper newspaper man, Alex mm-hmm. Knox, has shown up to get the scoop on the story. And he's like, hey, Eckhart and they clearly know each other they have a rapport they don't well maybe not a rapport they don't like each other yeah but they interact a lot yeah yeah and he's like hey Eckhart tell me you know is it what's going on is this another case of the Batman you know beating up some bad guys and he's like no they fell down some stairs and one of the bad guys is like he was a giant bat yeah in the background yeah <laughs> yeah that I do like that character Knox? Yeah. I, I love him. He's yeah. just so cute. He does a great job, and he's the only one with any energy. Yeah. In this whole movie. Yes. <laughs> he's very... I know we were meant to do it forever ago, but that movie, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah. Um, Tim Robbins is this guy. It's just that same, like, oh, super yeah. chipper, like, newspaper, you know, like, hey, I love everybody. You know, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get to the bottom of this. It's, he's adorable. With a good attitude. Exactly. But yeah, I mean... Definitely. This is where I was like, everyone is gray. Like, there's just a gray pall. Over- but I mean, it makes sense. They're like, we live in a crime-ridden food desert. 
You know, yeah. like I none of these people have known a vegetable. No, in even some time. Oh my god, even later when they're eating soup at the mansion, it's like a weird gray soup. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's a really gray place. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So the lieutenant Eckhart goes off down a steamy dark alley to meet Jack Napier, which seems just like bad timing. Like the whole crew is here. Yeah. Why are you wandering off? Right. Anyone could have followed you. Somebody's going to see you, but okay. Including that newspaper guy who's like clearly hounding everybody yeah. for a story. Uh, but anyway, he goes to meet Jack Napier, who is looking menacing. And so this is basically just to establish that Jack is paying off the cops. Yeah. That. On Grissom's behalf. Yeah. Grissom is who he works for. Mm-hmm. We don't really get much more detail than that. He is a bad guy who has a bad guy syndicate. Yeah, he's like, hey, Harvey Dent is sniffing around, you know, Yeah, this and this and this. And Eckhart's like, hey, we'll deal with it. You know, if there's a problem, I don't work for you. I work for Grissom. If there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Yeah, right. What is, I just, you know what? Crime doesn't pay for a lot of reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons being nobody is nice to each other. (laughs) What's the point of doing all this bad shit if you ain't got any friends? If you don't get friends. Right. It's true. Everybody's mean. I know. Except for Dominic Toretto and his family. They all love each other and they commit crimes. <laughs> yes. Or like if you're in a gang and you're all like, yeah, we're family. We take care of each other. But these yeah. guys are all just like shit I know. bags to each other. I don't understand. So mean. I just go get a regular job, man. Well, <laughs> he has one. Anyway. So it's daytime, Woo-hoo. which I did not think they did that in Gotham, but they're going to try it out, I guess. It's still cloudy. Yeah, the air quality is grimy. Like, if you check an air quality meter, it just says solid. <laughs> air quality, thick. Air quality brought to you by Campbell's Chunky Soup. <laughs> like, don't breathe this. No. Move. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Anywhere. You guys. It is awful. Yes. So we meet the mayor who is bad at mayoring because he really wants to throw this huge festival. Gotham's about to turn 200 years old. Yeah. And Harvey Dent and Commissioner Gordon are both just like, listen... The city is in the red financially because of this festival. And we don't even have a single balloon, you know, like, yeah, we really can't afford this. And mm-hmm. also crime is really bad right now. And people are afraid to come out and hang out. They don't want to come to this sort of thing, which is hilarious because there are always 9000 people on the street whenever they show right <laughs> the street. And I don't know why the police commissioner and the da are talking about the financial aspects of the city but that's fine yeah it doesn't make any sense plus then they're like (laughs) also crime is bad and it's like that's your department yeah bring up the crime part fix fix the crime fix it that means you're bad at your jobs go (laughs) do them also every time they show the mayor he's just like i want a festival (laughs) i want a festival this is only real party i want a party he's the party mayor We've been a city for 200 years. Not a good city, but we've been around. It's still here, okay? (laughs) He's like, but look, if we have this big party, then people will come to it, and then the businesses will come back. You know, you bring the people in, the businesses will follow. Yeah. They're like, whatever. Why don't we strain the air first? (laughs) (laughs) So, down at the newspaper... Everyone is making fun of Knox because he has been chasing this, like, Batman lead, and they're all like, you know, they give them a piece of paper with a bad drawing of the Batman, and he's like, actually, this is kind of good. Yeah, it's a bat in a pinstripe suit, which was apparently drawn by Bob Kane himself, the creator of Batman. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Which is so cute. Bob Kane was supposed to be in this movie. It was supposed to be the guy who handed it to him, but then he got sick and he couldn't make it because he's an old man. Um. Damn. But this little print of this bat in the suit, I'm like, I want 
I'm gonna hang that in my house. He's so cute. I know it's really cute. Little vampire bat, and he's but like Alex Knox is taking everything in stride. You know, he's like needs a little more gore on it. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. Mm-hmm. So he turns to his desk where there's just some legs. <laughs> yeah, and he goes to say hello, and of course there's a beautiful lady attached. Yeah, it's Vicky Vale. Who is played by Kim Basinger? Yeah. Who we were like, I cannot remember who the love interest is. Who is it? Nope. Some blonde lady. Got it wrong. I definitely think Nicole Kidman is Vicky Vale in a different, in the Val Kilmer. Oh, in Val Kilmer. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. But like we said, they all blur together, and I hadn't seen this one. So yeah. <laughs> I'm forgiven for forgetting it was her. You, I forgive you. Thank you. But so we get this sort of like weird banter between the two of them because uh, Knox is trying to speak through his penis and it's just <laughs> hard to understand. <laughs> but he's basically like, wow, you're such a good reporter. And she's like, yeah, look at all this good reporting I've done. People know me. Yeah. She's a famous photographer. Yeah. And so she's like, my pictures, your words, we'll get the Pulitzer. Yeah. Let's, let's find out who Batman go is. Go find the Batman. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, let's go to Bruce Wayne's party because I've got press passes. Yeah. Don't understand what the connection there was. They're just going to like rub elbows with people who might know something. Yeah. They know everybody important's going to be there. Okay. I don't know. All right. Back to Carl Grissom. Yeah. He's very quanky. Um, I did not know what his job title was or his importance was until I read the Wikipedia synopsis for this movie. Apparently, oh. he's just a mob boss. Yeah, but he's also like he, he's like public facing though because yeah, he just owns a bunch of companies, I guess. Okay, but just uh, badly in an <laughs> evil way. In an evil way, okay. he's also doing shady shit. Yeah, on like yeah, because in this scene. He's talking about he's worried that Harvey Dent is going to con- make a connection between them and Axis Chemicals, mm-hmm. which is a plant that is running. It yeah. is a business. Yeah. So I don't know why the con- like making a connection would be bad. They never explain it. No, they don't. One it's of his... not like a secret business. Right. Uh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. One of his little crony dudes is like, if that were to go public, it would be devastating. You know, we would not survive. So it's like, well, why not? Why is it bad to be connected with Axis Chemicals? Yeah, with a legitimate just chemical company. We never learn. Uh, But Jack Napier is there in his purple suit. And he's like, well, we should just break into Axis Chemicals and destroy all the records that say that we had any kind of affiliation. And just, you know, if anybody asks, say it must have been some sort of corporate espionage. You know, who knows? Yeah. And Grissom's like, what a great idea. You should go do that. Yeah, and Jack is like, it's gross in there. Um, (laughs) I have adjusted to the air of Gotham, but I don't think I could take the air of Axis Chemicals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we can kind of tell that Grissom has figured out that Jack and Alicia are, you know, fooling around behind his back. Yeah. So he's like, I want you. You're my best and brightest. You know, you're my number one. I need you to do it I need somebody I can trust. Exactly. Yeah. But then when he leaves the room, we see Grissom calls the police and wants to talk to Eckhart who is the lieutenant with the gravel voice from before. Yes. To be like, hey, I've got a tip for you. Yeah, an anonymous tip. Mm-hmm. So now we're um in a cathedral. Oh, we're at Bruce Wayne's house. Yeah, but it I is was like, huge. it's too big. And I know yeah. that he's like supposed to be ludicrously wealthy, but this is like, it is, there are two men who live in this house. Mm-hmm. How does it stay clean? How does it stay clean? What? 
Why? They need the staff from Sword in the Stone. Yeah. More than they needed it at the castle in Sword in the Stone. <laughs> they need that many people in this house. Yeah. I mean, it's got like cathedral vibes. It has stained glass windows for fuck's sake. I mean, there are, it is a campus. There are several buildings. The, it is a campus. You're right. Yeah, there are some casino games going, collection plates going around that say save the festival. So it's a fundraiser to save the festival, I suppose. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, the really important issues here in Gotham. Right. And so, yeah, Alfred is there. Cute little Alfred. Does he play Alfred in the next movie, too? I think he does it in all of them. Okay. I thought I was like, he I very much recognize him Mm -hmm. as Alfred. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Alfred's there. Bruce Wayne's there. Wearing a weird turtleneck. Knox is there waiting for Vicky. And she looks like she's wearing an 80s wedding dress. Yeah, she really does. It's very strange. I was like, she looks like a fairy godmother. She does. Because it's definitely, I mean, it's that like off the shoulder ball gown. Big yes. old poofy skirt mm-hmm. to it. And then like tight, you know, cinched bodice. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, big poofy off the shoulder sleeves. She she looks like the good witch from. Yes. <laughs> from the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Yeah. Yes, and you. it's. It's entirely white. Yeah. It's too much. Like, yeah, the white is, like, too much. In uh, another color, it would have been better. But, yeah, it's yeah. it's giving it's giving godmother wedding. wedding. Yeah. It's giving. She does look pretty. But, yeah. you know, it's just that typical. She took her giant glasses off and took her hair out of a ponytail. So her hair always looks like she doesn't know what to do with it. it she has got, really thick hair. I know, but she's got, like weird bangs yeah like it's just yeah she always has like one bang yeah (laughs) yeah it's not not great no uh she is beautiful though yeah like i kept just being like she's just so classically oh yeah pretty Mm -hmm. i was like she is even too pretty for movies (laughs) i mean just not believable to be in this setting yeah you know like especially as like not a celebrity or a model right or, you yeah know, she's like oh you're you're just a, a a reporter or like a photographer that gets down in the grime you know and takes pictures of bodies in the trenches like no yeah. ma'am no you're too no. like gotta rough her up a little bit yeah you know give her a scar i don't know a scar <laughs> <laughs> anyway at a crab's table Knox is trying to interview gordon and dent for information about batman Mostly just trying to get a confirmation that he exists. Mm -hmm. And while he's bugging him, a cop comes and tells Gordon that they've got an anonymous tip while he, like, waves him over to, you know, pulls him away from the table. And they go talk in a corner. And then Knox and uh, Vicky, like, make eye contact about, like, ooh, something's going on over there. Yeah. Over there. I'm going to go. We're going to follow that guy. Yeah. And... Um, so they've got an anonymous tip that Jack Napier is over at Access Chemicals cleaning the place out. And so, you know, Knox is like, let's go follow them and see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they don't. They'd sneak into a room <laughs> full of suits of armor. Yep. What? <laughs> Which they're like making fun of all these suits of armor. You know, they're stood up and like on. It's like a museum in there. Yeah, it truly is. Um, Just going through and... You know, oh, who's this guy? Where'd this guy come from? And Bruce Wayne follows them in there very quietly. They don't know. Yeah, they're, they're talking just about talking like, mad shit. He's got to be a dick, you know, because like, oh, rich people, the richer they are, the more they're compensating for or whatever, the shittier they are. And they're like, well, he must be the worst man in the world. Look yeah. At all this money, you know, but they look at one suit of armor and he's like, where is this from? And Bruce Wayne very quietly behind them is like, oh, it's from Japan. 
Yeah, and Knox is like, oh, how do you know? Oh, I bought it in Japan. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this is the one little nod to Batman's, like, origin story, where he does go to Japan, and, like, that's how he learns to fight and all that shit. Yeah, from... Batman Begins. Rafe. Yeah, Ra's al Ghul. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I do... I like Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne. He's very silly, and I love how, like, out of touch he is with people. Yeah. You know, but... But he he's still very charming. He recognizes mm-hmm. both of their names and their work. He's like, oh, yeah, I read your stories. You know, I've seen your photographs. Like, you're, you both are really good. Yeah. But he also, he's just so, because, like, earlier when Vicky Vale runs into him, she's like, which one of these guys is Bruce Wayne? And Bruce Wayne is like, oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then now in this room when they're talking to him, they're like, well, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Bruce Wayne. And she's like, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, now I'm sure. Well, he said, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Which True. is like, oh, that's because you're Batman sometimes. Right. Ooh. But just that because he's so rich and eccentric, he can just get away with it. You know, if a normal yeah. dude said this, you'd be like, what an asshole. But yeah, he's just what, like, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah, now I'm sure. And it's like, huh, it's so charming. But he also is genuinely charming. He is. Like yeah. I said, like he recognizes these people and is like, oh, yeah, give this man a grant. He's a very, he's a very soft Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a good, I do wish that there was like, more mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like they spend a lot of time in the movie setting up the like story for joker and we don't get to know that much about yeah bruce wayne batman backstory stuff no and when I mean, we've talked about it before sometimes it's nice when a movie just plops you in the middle and it's sure. like i'm not explaining shit figure it out but they this is not done well yeah. you know it's like we already he's been batman for some time yeah but how long? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Why is he Batman? We don't know any of this and we never learn. And it's just like. Yeah. And it's. I think know. they I think they assume a lot because mm-hmm. people did know who Batman was from. Yeah, absolutely. You know, at the Adam West show, from the comics, from whatever else, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's heard of Batman. But they assume too much. Yep. <laughs> Could have filled in some more blanks. Absolutely. But so while he's sitting there talking to them. Alfred comes in and he's like, hey, uh, Commissioner Gordon had to leave. And Bruce is kind of like, yeah, well, bummer. You know, yeah. He'll be missed. But Alfred's like, no, he suddenly. Left. He left very suddenly. He was pulled away on business. And he's like, oh, right. Yes, that uh, right. Wink, wink, wink. Right. Yes. But we can tell he's just distracted by Vicky Vale. He just thinks mm-hmm. she's so beautiful. But anyway, so he's like, okay, bye, my new friends. And then we see he is watching them and everyone oh. from the party. Wait. Oh. You forgot that Bruce said, do y'all need anything else? And Ox said, yeah, a grant. Ha ha ha. And then as Bruce is leaving, he's like, okay, Alfred, I'll be back later. Oh, by the way, give Knox a grant. Yeah, <laughs> I did say that, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. I I just like, yeah, I like that he he's just met these people and like somebody comes in and is like, we're running out of champagne. And he's like, yeah, we should open six. And he looks at them. He's like, six? Six cases? What do you yeah, think? And they're yeah. like, sure. Why not? <laughs> you know, like yeah. they've ever seen six cases of champagne right. in their lives. They don't know. Just his whole vibe is great yeah yeah he does a great job but yeah give give knox a grant when he walks yeah um but yeah so we see him in this huge like bank of televisions and he has his whole house covered in cameras i know like really old 80s cameras yeah it's too. definitely like cutting edge top yeah. of the line yeah for the time in the moment but mm-hmm. it's like oh these screens are so small and like crt yep. you know like it's so silly you need like to do bench presses to pick up those yeah. cameras <laughs> But so we see him watching the earlier footage from Gordon getting pulled away by this cop and listening to what they're talking about. Yeah. And he learns that Jack Napier is over at Axis Chemicals. Everybody's on the move. Yep. So meanwhile, 
at Excess Chemicals. Bum, bum, bum. Eckhart is briefing a group of cops in the parking lot about what Jack Napier looks like. Yeah, with just little flyers of his mugshot. I know. And like, shoot to kill, he says. Know what I mean? So clearly, you know, Grissom was like, he's there, go bust him, but also I want him dead. Right. Make sure he gets killed in the, whatever, in the raid. Yeah. So. The phrase, shoot to kill. Know what I mean? Yeah. No, what do you mean? <laughs> Can you explain? Uh, yeah. But so, so they go in. Let's go, boys. Yeah. And then we see in the office, the goons are just kind of going through the records and tossing them on the floor. So we get the impression, I guess, that they're looking for something specific. Yeah, to get their name off of whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they're not destroying all the records, just the ones which mm-hmm. you should destroy all the records because otherwise be like, well, what did you used to have? And yeah. now you don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's probably them. Mm-hmm. Idiots. <laughs> we also see some goons are trying to open a safe. Yep. And then they get it open and it's empty. Well, it's mostly empty. There's like one file right. in it. Yeah. And Jack realizes, oh, we've been ratted out. Mm-hmm. He's like, we've been ratted out here, boys. Watch it. Mm-hmm. So now they know they've got to leave, but they're probably going to get ambush yeah some bad's gonna happen he is wearing a jacket with a collar so high he also cannot turn his neck and it's very funny it's just the theme of the movie where everybody's like moving just their shoulders everyone slept wrong to look at their <laughs> pals and then there's a shootout Woo! but then the commissioner shows up and is like hey who authorized this eckhart what are you doing in here don't anybody shoot jack napier or you're gonna have to answer to me i want him taken alive yeah because they want to get to his boss right yeah they need him so they're all, it's just like very chaotic scene of we're in like a chemical factory mm-hmm. that is old and gross and dirty. Yeah. And they're just running around willy nilly. We yeah. can never really figure out like who is where and, you know, whatever. But Jack Napier is just running around pulling every lever that he can and like picking up an axe and like hitting yeah. tubs of chemicals. And I know there's just these huge hanging vats of mm-hmm. like chemicals that are bubbling over like a witch's cauldron yeah and he's yeah pulling levers twisting dials smashing things like fucking it up yeah and here comes batman yep he immediately like s- like strings a guy up with his you know retractable leash <laughs> and <laughs> for a second it looks like he wrapped it around his neck yeah. and hanged him, but he didn't. He's just like hung it's by like the- around his shoulder? Yeah, I guess. But I was like, uh-oh, this Batman is murdery. A murderer. No, no, non-lethal. Yeah, non-lethal. And just leave- Yeah, he leaves him hanging there because he sees Commissioner Gordon mm-hmm. and they make eye contact and you can tell Gordon's kind of like, oh, fuck. He's oh, real. you are real, yeah. You know, I got something else to deal with because it's just clearly just a man in a suit, you know? Like, I mean, I know everybody knows that, but- I don't know. It'd be a weird, like, you hear all these rumors and of course they're getting, like, bigger and scarier. Oh, he drinks blood or, like, he's doing yeah. this. Or he's eight feet tall and then it's just like, man, crazy. And then in this moment you are met with both the reality that Batman is real and it's just some crazy dude. He's just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wandering around. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to wearing deal a, with that at Wearing some a point. cape. Wearing a cape. A whole, a whole cape, ass though. adult wearing a cape. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a grown man presumably (laughs) or a very large teenager (laughs) but so yeah jack napier is still running around smashing things and batman is just kind of following him menacingly toward an exit yeah does 
does Batman have a tie to Jack Napier at this point, or does he just know that he's bad? He doesn't know that he does. Right, yet. but like so at this no. point, is there any reason for him to single him out in this moment? Um, he's probably. I mean, it seems like everybody knows that Jack Napier is a bad guy. Yeah, and he's been on the news and stuff, and I mean, I guess he heard. Um, he overheard you know, that conversation. I'm sure he's got, like, the police reports, I guess. Right. Well, yeah. and heard when Commissioner Gordon ran in, you know, like, I want him alive, you know. that He did hear it, yeah, because he said, oh, if Jack Napier's over at the, we can get Grissom. He oh, does say okay. that. Yeah. Yeah, on the, on okay, the TV. Cool. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, why is he going after like, him specifically? Let me just nab this dude. Sure. Well, it's the purple pants, too. Clearly, this guy's in charge. Oh, yeah. Purple pants means bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, But so he gets close to him and we see napier has commissioner gordon in his like pistol sights and he's gonna shoot him from up on this catwalk that he's on but then batman gets there right in time slaps the gun out of his hand and picks up napier which napier's just like jesus (laughs) i love that like genuine fear because it's kind of nice that you know he's not joker yet but that he's just like oh shit you know he's this cool guy the whole time that he's like oh my god yeah because he seems very um Non- unflappable nonplussed mm-hmm. yeah up until this point actually nonplussed means bothered nonplussed yeah oh does plussed mean unbothered P- plussed yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like one of those things like um yeah nonplussed means surprised and confused it's huh. like bemused is the opposite of amused people think they're interchangeable but they're not bemused means you're not amused at all Sort huh. of like beheaded. You no longer have a head. Oh, you're you are not. bemused. You are not amused. You're not headed at all. Yeah. So I don't know if you can be plussed. Hmm. Can you be minused? <laughs> can you be gruntled? <laughs> but so <laughs> down on the floor, Bob the Goon, which is what they keep calling him, yeah, comes up behind Commissioner Gordon and points a gun at his head and then shouts up to Batman, you know, let him go or I'll yeah, kill, kill this man. Gordon, yeah. And the way that batman and jack napier keep looking down and then looking at each other like several times is so funny like it's your just, move yeah like yeah whoop, 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 this guy so he does set him down jack kind of walks away he's doing these cool guy moves yeah well you know that sometimes you win and sometimes you lose see you later big man in the cape and then reaches down snatches his gun turns around to shoot at batman but he's gone <gasps> disappears he is the knight, you know. So Batman is out of the frame, but now Jack sees Eckhart and shoots him because he's like, you're the one who set me up. I yep. know you did this. Yep. And fuck you. Mm-hmm. But then Batman shows back up because he's like, oh, a crime has happened. Here I am. <laughs> now I can do something. Yeah. Jack tries to shoot him. He deflects it. The bullet hits some stuff. Yeah. It like hits something metal and shrapnel like is that what it is yeah it's it gets very unclear Jack's i mean clearly face, he like yeah. grabs his face and we see his face is a little fucked up but it's yeah. just like did it spray acid at him did it i think it was just what like happened? metal Steam? shards yeah yeah um so he grabs his face and falls over and batman tries to grab him to stop him from falling because they're like up on a catwalk mm-hmm. um but everything's so slippery right <laughs> from the blood and and the the goop the goop and down he goes into, you know, the, just a giant uncovered vat of green goo and acid. Yeah. You know, wait, it, it, let's check something. When 
was OSHA founded? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 1971. All right. OSHA has never been here. No. That's why Grissom, Grissom was like, we're going to get in trouble for OSHA violations. <laughs> They're like, who? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he falls in the vat and Gordon says, hey, giant bat dude, don't go anywhere. But he just like looks around for a second and then he like throws down a smoke bomb and gets away. Yeah, he like zips up into the ceiling, but we all watch it happen. So it's like, well, he went that way, but you know, they still can't get to him. <laughs> but there's smoke. Everything's smoky. <laughs> My little lungs. Mm-hmm. You live in Gotham. You have lungs of steel. So he disappears. And then down where the chemicals just drain out into the water, I guess. Sure. We see... A bunch of cards like boop, 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 up to the surface and then a hand in a very shredded glove pops out and the hand is white and has mm. bright green fingernails on oh. it. Which I was like, what an interesting job to be in charge of painting Jack Nicholson's fingernails. Oh, you don't think he did it himself? No. <laughs> I, w- I would have wanted that to be my job on the set of this movie. I bet you you could just sit and chat with him for a little bit. Official fingernail painter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? So back at the Papier, Knox <laughs> and Vale are working on some Batman news and talking about Napier falling into the acid. Mm-hmm. And Vale's like, uh, I have a date with Bruce Wayne. Because Knox is like, oh, let's go get dinner and then we can go check this out or something. And Vale's yeah. like, no, I have a date with Bruce Wayne. Yep. She's like, ew, gross. <laughs> no, there- you're you're too happy. There <laughs> was supposed to be more of like this bitter, intense rivalry for Vicky Vale's heart. Yeah. In this movie, I'm glad they took it out. Yeah. Would have been boring. Um, Yeah, there's enough going on. Kind of. So she goes to his house and they are... <laughs> this was also Michael Keaton's suggestion because he had like a huge comedy background. Yeah. Like all of his acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, it would be really funny if they were on opposite ends of this giant table. Yeah. And it is funny. Yeah. It is funny. And for a second, I was like, oh, is he doing this on purpose so that she doesn't get... You know, see his face. No, just like get attached to him. Oh yeah, like he's trying to be off-putting intentionally so that she'll lose interest and then not get close to him and mm. not find out that he's Batman and you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but no, that's not what he was doing. He's just aloof. I think he, yeah, he just doesn't know how to interact with people mm-hmm. on like a personal level. He's just yeah. kind of like, well, I'm entertaining a guest. This is where you do that, right? But yeah, so it's ridiculous, obviously. I mean, they can barely hear each other. She asks him to pass the salt. He has to get up and walk 30 feet yeah. to the other end of this table, you know. But <laughs> she's like, do you like eating in here? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he looks around and he's like, actually, to tell you the truth, I don't think I've ever been in this room. <laughs> and it was just it's just solidified. Like, he's just a silly, you know, he's trying. He just doesn't know what to do. He hasn't had parents. You yeah, know, he's been very lonely. He's got yeah. old man Alfred in there. Yeah, and you know he's like, "You're right. This is silly. Let's yeah, let's get out of here. Gather up their soup and head into like Alfred's kitchen. And yeah. they're sitting around this like small table, and Alfred's telling stories about Bruce Wayne as a child. That's it's very sweet, really cute. And yeah. they talk about her childhood, you know, and being close to your family. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, Alfred's my only family, and it's nice, you know, you can." see how they might maybe eventually form a connection i would posit that their connection happens way too fast and absolutely is meaningless beyond this conversation yes. but this part is done well you know where yeah they can like yeah. get to know each other and because she's talking about 
um she's like some of the things around this house are definitely not you that yeah. room we were just in not you at all i mean i don't even know you but i can tell you know and he's like yeah you're right yeah i can tell because you said you'd never been in there so it's definitely not you right <laughs> talk about like allocating your funds though like he could have an entire youth basketball league in that house absolutely and not hear the squeaking of their tennis <laughs> shoes while he was sleeping it's too bad i would get lost yeah you just you would just have wings of your house that you don't ever go in yeah that's where you what put is the point that's where you put the beast <laughs> <laughs> you don't go in the east wing the beast wing <laughs> Stay over here. So then we're in a really shady doctor's office somewhere. It's, you know, classic. Like there's buzzing neon signs outside the window and it's everything's dark. It's like this guy has a coat, which is 80% of being a doctor. But absolutely. I don't think he has the license or the experience. No. Also, fun side note, the tools that he is using are the exact tools from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, that's funny. It's the same props that Steve Martin used. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's a doctor. Uh, Joker, well, Jack is there. He's all wrapped up in gauze. The mm-hmm. doctor's like trying to take it off and Jack is impatient and rips it all off and is like, give me a mirror. And he looks at himself in the mirror and he's upset. The doctor's like, well, you know, you, you the nerves were completely severed and... and the, the tools that I had to work with, they're just prop tools from Little Shop of Horrors. And <laughs> and and then he just like rips it all off and runs out. Cackling. Oh, yeah. Cack- like creepy cackling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we see back at Wayne Manor, Bruce and Vicky are drunk and smooching on the steps. That's cute. It is cute because they're like trying to make it up to his bedroom, but it's three hundred steps away. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, there's so many stairs. She has to take her shoes off. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the staircase. But it's very cute. You know, they're a little blossoming have, romance. Have some smooching. Over at Grissom's house, I yeah. guess. He gets all his, does he, all his dudes meet him in his house? I, I guess. It's the only place we ever see him. It's like uh, that scene in Mary Poppins when we see the guy that runs the bank and he's like getting ready for bed, <laughs> but he's like at the bank. Still at the bank, yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to you. You come to me. Yeah. Um, he's getting out of the shower and then someone is there in his office, which oh, yeah. at first he thinks it's his girlfriend. Is that you, sugar bump? Sugar bumps. But no, it's Jack Napier, which at first he can just see like his silhouette, but he recognizes his voice. Yes. He's like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you're okay. I heard terrible things. I yeah. heard that you died, but like, haha, wow, you're fine. I was so worried about you. But come on, Jack, let's cut a deal. Yeah. And- yeah, because Grissom's like, I can't believe you did this to me over a woman. Right. Napier is. Or, yeah. yeah, Napier says that and Grissom is like, well, you know, we can work something out. Mm-hmm. You're still alive. You fine. Right. Everything's okay. <laughs> but then, you know, Jack says, hey, Jack's dead. But you can call me Joker and then shows him his face, which has this terrible, huge mm. grin mm-hmm. on it. And his face is all white. His lips are red. His hair is green. His teeth are yellow. Teeth are yellow. Says, <laughs> and as you can see, I'm a lot happier. And then he shoots him a bunch. Yep. Well, she like shoots him and then he does this like, ha ha, woohoo, wee, yeah. shooting over his shoulder and under his legs and like just having fun with it. Yeah, he seemed to be having a great time. Yeah. So it took two hours to get Jack Nicholson into his makeup, which is honestly not that long yeah. comparatively. Yeah, from other shit that we've heard. Right. Jim Carrey, the Grinch. Sorry, guy. But- 
because it's Jack Nicholson, he was like, listen, I'm not showing up on set any earlier than 10 a.m. I like to go out late. I like to party. I like to eat at restaurants and visit my friends. So I will see you at 10 in the morning. Don't bother me before then. Yeah. So Michael Keaton would show up early in the mornings, but then Jack Nicholson would just get there at 10, sit in the little makeup chair and promptly fall asleep for the two hours that they would do his makeup. Which I'm like, if you're going to sleep anyway, you could shut up a little bit earlier. Yeah, just go to sleep. Get there at 8. Yeah. Sleep till 10. Who knows? Anyway. Anyway. Bruce Wayne is in bed with Vicky. It's the next morning. Well, no, it's the night. They're snuggling. Yeah. And it's cute. He's like really snuggled up on her with his like leg up on her. And she's asleep and he's like wide awake. Yeah. But you need that king size bed. I don't know. But then what? the, the she know. She hears some creaking and wakes up and peeks. And he's just hanging upside down. Yeah. He's in like one of those things that you clamp your feet into and then you can do upside down crunches. Yeah. But he's not doing crunches. He's just kind of swinging there. And I don't know if they were trying to say that he sleeps like that. Sleeps upside down. Like He's not a, I mean, I know he's a bat, but he's still a man. Yeah. He's not a bat. He has just chosen the bat as his symbol. He is not saying that I am a bat. Right. And there's no other mention of this. He can't do that. He'll pass out. It would have made sense if it was like, he can't sleep, so he's up working out in the middle of the night. Right. But no, that's not what they're suggesting. No, he is just hanging there. And she doesn't say anything about it. It never happens again. It's very weird. It's Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, Then we cut back to the Joker who's reading the paper and he's like pissed because... Yes. There's an article about Batman and he's like... Yeah, there's an article about Jack Napier... Dying. dying but it's mostly about how the batman was spotted yes yeah um and he's like oh they think he he says you know they think batman's a menace wait till they get a load of me and right. then he's just like making all these weird noises i know i love that his little like they never talk about his little goon squad yeah or where they came from because yeah. he obviously worked with some of those dudes, but now they suddenly have like a uniform and yeah. nobody is like questioning him. And it's not even a clown uniform. No. They're like wearing leather jackets. They look like a security, like a private security firm. Yeah. Or, or like something. background dudes in a rap video. Yes. Like it's very strange, and but they they're have, just so loyal. Yeah. They have this intense loyalty to him. Yeah. And it's like, where did these guys come from and why? I know. There's a lot of like, wh- how much time did he spend planning this? You know, like. Yeah. And how long did he heal? Yeah. With his face. Right. Because I mean, this is got to be pretty soon after because he goes to Grissom, you know, and Grissom's mm-hmm. like, oh, Great, you're you were dead. Yeah. I mean, I guess that could have been like a why, but we get the impression that it's pretty soon after. Yeah, because like Vicky and Knox are going to go, I think, like see where all of that went down. Yeah. And then she has a date with him that night. Yeah. So it would have been weird if it was like three weeks later that they were like, yeah. oh, let's check it out. So it mu- that at least must be. They're trying. It, it feels like it's like literally the next day. Yeah. <laughs> like how? I don't know. Anyway, so Vicky and Bruce are awake and Vicky's like, hey, I have a good idea. Why don't you come to my place for lunch and I'll show you some of my pictures that I have done. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, wait, no, I have to leave town. Yeah. She's like, that's fine. You know, we'll hang out when you get back. Yeah, just let me know. And then she goes to leave and she's like, bye, Alfred. See you when you get back. And Alfred's like, we're not going anywhere. You stupid butler. (sighs) 
It is literally your job to just go, very good, ma'am, and you leave it at that. <laughs> oh, we'll be here quite a while. Right? And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, hmm. Which I do think if she had given him the chance, if she'd have been like, oh, well, Bruce said you guys like, oh, I'm such an old man. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he could have been like, oh, yes, he's going, but I'm staying. Yeah, or something. Yeah. But I mean, you're the secret keeper, Alfred. Like, he, he's you know that you're a dude. That's true. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> do a very good job. No. Um... So then we see Joker who is talking to, I guess, the board of whatever bullshit. <laughs> the board of crime. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who these men are. Yeah, they just were Grissom's underlings, the other mob dudes. I think, yeah, they're other mob guys. They're in charge of other parts of his business. I don't know. Dealings? I don't know. Yeah, but so he's at like the head of the table and he's like, listen, I'm in charge now. Grissom's out of town. I'm yeah. going to take care of it while he's gone. Don't worry. He said it's fine. Yep. And uh, we're going to ruin the festival yes. is the plan. That's what Grissom wants. Yeah. Which uh, the rest of the dudes are not so on board. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> no. Uh, so this one guy is like, um, that's dumb. Also, what's with your stupid face? <laughs> yeah. What's with the grin? Because Joker is sitting up at the head of the table with his human regular guy face makeup on. Yes. He's flesh colored. Mm-hmm. He still has this, you know, his face is shaped the way that it is, mm-hmm. but he is at least, but he's just like, oh, life's been really good to me. Anyway, Tony, no hard feelings, man. If you don't want to. Yeah. If do you don't want to be a part of it, then we'll just shake hands and call it a day. Yeah. And Tony's like, oh, okay. And they shake hands and it fries Tony to a skeleton. Yep. And then he's like, you know, turn around, look at the other goons. And he's just like, well, I'll give you guys a couple of days to think it over, you know, but that's what we're doing, basically. And yeah. get back to me unless you want to end up like old Tony here. Yep. Um, and we see him like mopping off his brow and his like white skin is showing up underneath it. And... Yeah. Which is a cool effect. Yeah. So they lead everybody out and then he has a whole conversation with Tony's smoking skeleton. Yeah. He's like just hanging out with him. Yeah. Chatting. Yeah. Because he's crazy. Right. So obviously, in this iteration of the Joker, the white skin is what his skin looks like. Yeah. That's like a side effect of the acid. And so, like we've just seen, they had to sometimes paint. I feel like half the time we see the Joker, he's got this like flesh colored makeup Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. So what the way that they did it, because it was really hard. You know, they're like, how do we put makeup on and then put makeup on on top of that? Yeah. So that we can wipe it off. Yeah. Yeah. So what they ended up doing was using this white, what they called PAX, P-A-X makeup that they usually used and then they would put a thin gray a thin layer of food grade silicone on top of the white makeup ew and then put the flesh colored makeup on top of that ew so that he could wipe it off with it's just like a grease paint because the yeah the silicone made it nothing be able to stick to him yeah so then they just had to very carefully like airbrush and like fade it to make it look as natural as possible but this way he could wipe off the makeup without affecting his makeup underneath i know it had to be uncomfortable yeah suffocating yeah like all those layers and then yeah like a layer of like silicone on your face my my pores right (laughs) and so vicky vale is stalking bruce wayne because she's like wait you're not going out of town where are you going yeah what the hell what are you doing we hung out once you have to tell me everything we boned and how dare you how dare (laughs) so She's stalking him. She's doing a bad job because she, like I mentioned earlier, really stands out in the crowd. Yep. 
follows him to a hotel where he leaves some roses on the ground out front. And she goes up to them and touches them. Yeah, those are in memoriam, Vicky. Like, clearly. Rude. Out front of City Hall, Knox and some other reporters are waiting to hear why Grissom gave over control of all of his businesses. Because it's become news that now someone else is in charge of the board of criminals, but also legit businesses. Right. I don't know. Yeah, not, again, not well explained. Yeah. Um, and Bruce Wayne is also there. He kind of wanders up, just standing around, looking at everybody. Just seeing what's up. And like we talked about before, nobody is like, oh, Bruce Wayne. So I don't think very many people know what he looks like. No. I and... guess his house is out in the middle of nowhere and he just never goes to town. That's true. I mean, I think Cannon is, he left town when he was like a teenager and then he has just returned recently. Yeah. So people don't recognize him. Like they know who Bruce Wayne is, but they don't know that this is what adult Bruce Wayne looks like. Yeah, I can see that. But also Vicki Vale, I don't know, she comes in to the news office like she's never been there before and nobody knows her. And she's like, I've come, she just gives off this air of like, I've come to the city to do this story, but she has an apartment there. Yeah. So she should know the backstory of Bruce Wayne. I don't know. It, none of it makes any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, well, she has an apartment, but she also, when she's in Wayne Manor, in the room with all the suits of armor, he asks her if she's going to be sticking around for a while, and she says something like, I'd like to, so maybe oh. she finds an apartment. She didn't plan on staying that long, but then she decides to. I don't know. I don't know either. There's so many unexplained Where's things. Where she come from? Anyway, at the press conference... <laughs> It's just they're having this weird little conversation. And then we just see a mime who is miming poorly. Yep. And then we zoom out a little bit and then there's like two mimes. Yeah. And then you see, you know, more of the crowd. And then there's eight mimes all closing in from every side. Yeah. It's like, this is just an improv everywhere sketch. Where it's like, how many mimes are in this crowd? <laughs> but then... Oh, so the guy who we're talking to, which is one of the dudes from earlier, like we said, one of the goons who was sitting at this table is like, yeah, no, it's legit. Grissom signed everything over to me that I'm going to be in charge of his businesses while he's gone. You know, like totally legit. I've got the signature right here. And Joker shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, Grissom signed that with his dead hand. Because he's dead. Pen from the grave. This pen, in fact, was this huge, like pink and green Feather, feather quill yeah that he throws very hard at this man and it lodges in his throat and then he just dies and then he just dies but also like this is a, a flesh wound at best yeah especially a- when you weigh 400 pounds quill like yeah <laughs> even- unless it had poison on it i guess maybe which nobody mentions but no anyway he's dead and then the mimes start shooting yeah because they had guns somewhere <laughs> In their dog pocket. In their dog pocket. And then Bruce Wayne is just wandering around. Like this oblivious. Firefight. Plussed. (laughs) (laughs) Incredibly plussed. He's just like, he doesn't flinch. He doesn't seem to know that there are guns shooting. He gets a hole in the sleeve of his coat. Like, yeah, a bullet grazes his coat. And he does not react. And people are screaming. Vicky is like, Bruce, get down. He's just like, what? His- what is happening? Yeah, because he sees the Joker and he's like, oh, I think that's 
Jack Napier. Right, because it very much still looks like him. Yeah, and he's like trying to get a closer look, but is just oblivious to the dangers. Yeah, Tommy guns. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because all the mimes pile into one car. (laughs) Clown car. Like they do. Yeah. And Joker with them, and he just walks right up to the window and is just like staring at him, and Joker waves at him, and then they drive away. I love your note here that says, is he brave or is he just stupid? (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good question. Because he looks like a deer in headlights. Yeah. He looks like a hungry cow. Yeah, like he's never seen a gun and therefore doesn't know to be afraid of it. Right, yeah. Um, And then he gets back home and Alfred's kind of like, hey, maybe you should try to have a normal dating life. You know, Vicky seems really nice. Yeah. Uh, I like her. Mm-hmm. Maybe she should stick around. And Bruce is a little snippy. He's like, wow, you just marry her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm 80. Maybe you should marry her. So I can have some grandkids <laughs> to clean up after. <laughs> I would love to clean up uh, clean up after a child. I would please. love to lose a three-year-old somewhere in this house. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but he's like, not now. You know, there's a killer clown on the loose. I got to figure, bring me everything you know about Jack Napier. And then he's like, but she is nice, right? And Alfred's like, yeah. <laughs> I do think it's weird though. This is the only iteration of Batman where we know who Joker is. He yes. has a name. Like we yeah. know, he's a, just a guy and they know who he is. He's not this mysterious entity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well maybe other ones have done it, but I mean this truly is it. They made up the name Jack Napier for this movie. Oh. Um in other in subsequent comments they have called him that since this movie, but this was the first one to give him the name of Jack Napier. Okay. So I guess it was intended to be a play on the word jackanape, which is like a British like word for like a ne'er-do-well sort of guy. Okay. And then also Alan Napier played Alfred in the 1960s Batman show. So oh. they were kind of like, hey, that's our friend. Sure. Um, But okay. it's just so weird to me that like Jack Napier is a dude who is known for Two crimes. people, yeah. And then everybody's like, now he's this guy. But I guess all the other Batman villains are that way you know they know that mr yeah. freeze is this guy named victor and we know right. chester copper but it, i don't know if joker was interesting because of that because yeah because of his anonymity yeah, yeah it was that made him very unique among villains yeah right. for sure we and no yeah. information on this guy but there's like no i looked him in his face <laughs> i watched him die yeah it turns out he's not dead now he's white now sure then he was before. yeah i don't know it's kind of a bummer i don't love it i don't want to know the joker's backstory i think it's more fun this way yeah it's it's definitely better when it's just like who the fuck is this man How, why does he look like that you know what but we know all of that none of this is a mystery i would also kind of what we were talking about earlier i would have loved to see more of like how did jack napier live before because we see him now in his little hideout um for a little bit yeah and it's, I would have just loved to see the progression of it getting the evolution. Clownier. Yeah. You know, like he's bringing in more color and he's, because he, he didn't have all this goofy shit before. He wasn't a goofy guy beforehand, you know? So he, he just wore purple had, suits. Yeah, yeah. And had like a deck of cards, but he definitely wasn't this like silly, you know, that that is because his brain got fried by these chemicals. Yeah. Sure. But I would have just liked to see this progression of his house getting yeah yeah goofier like the way later when they go to the art museum yeah like if he had done that at his own house yeah yeah going shopping at the thrift store for not even i don't want to see a shopping montage but like you know just him bringing in new stuff or something or even just 
we see his house it looks one way a little while later it looks more you know yeah every time that we see him there it's just there are more and more broken tvs yeah (laughs) he breaks like three tvs in this movie he sure does like damn okay anyway so he's in his house i think he this is when he punches the tv because Mm -hmm. he's mad that batman is still getting more press yeah than he is or bruce wayne or something i don't know everybody's getting more press he's like you know they stole the show and then his goons i think have taken photos because they're like here's this guy bruce wayne and he's like i don't give a shit and then they're like here's vicky vale and he's like wow she's gorgeous let's go get her Oh, I think it's he's because he's sitting and cutting out pictures. Yes, they're trying. They're trying to figure out who the Batman is, and they're like, "Well, these two reporters have been investigating him, so yeah, maybe okay, they that's know what something." It is. It's not Bruce Wayne; it's Knox, and he's like, "I don't yeah. give a shit about that guy. He's a goofy looking motherfucker." But yeah. this, you know, Vicky Vale, she's beautiful. Let's go get her. Mm-hmm. She's gonna work for me now. He just decides. Yep, and then he heads over to access chemicals which is somehow still running even though he poked a hole in everything that he could uh-huh. and he just yells at some man he's like are you shipping them all ship them all yeah get them all out yep we um, don't know what it is because it's not cartoonishly labeled like bad doesn't say acme on it no it says batch whatever whatever yeah so now we are on air we see two newscasters are talking about there's a man and a woman the woman is talking about how like two supermodels died in a weird accident and it shows a picture of them and they've got this same like crazy high-cheeked wide joker smile yeah, on their it looks faces very familiar yeah and she's saying you know it's thought to be an allergic reaction but the police also haven't ruled out drugs yes weird anyway over to you patrick and patrick's like haha here's a goofy story uh, there were three more mysterious deaths at a beauty parlor. <laughs> and then the other anchor just starts giggling. Yeah. And then they look at her and then keeps going. And then she giggles more. And then he's like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Yeah. And she just cannot stop. She laughing. laughs so hard she falls out of her chair. Yep. And while this is happening, their broadcast gets hijacked. Man. And it's the Joker. So 80s, 90s. Joker here. Yeah, very Max Headroom. Just breaking into the news. Yep. Yep, and then there's the Joker talking about his new ingredients. Smilex. Mm-hmm. And again, he's got... No, he does have the Joker face mm-hmm. for once this time. Yeah. But yeah, he's talking about, he's like, it'll just make you so happy. And he's got cardboard cutouts of the two models that died that are like, love that Joker. It's fucked up. It is. It's dark. It's very scary. Yeah. And cool. <laughs> yes. And then meanwhile, the... Lady News Anger has died with a gigantic, goofy-ass grin on her face. Yep. Died laughing. What a way to go. (laughs) Anyway, Bruce Wayne's back at home and watches that broadcast and then just turns it off and is like, huh. And (laughs) absolutely (laughs) plussed. He starts reading. Alfred has given him like a file and Bruce Wayne's like, ah, Jack Napier, lifetime criminal, is really good at science, chemistry, and art. Huh chemistry Hmm. fucking world's greatest detective yep doing great and now back to the news where the news anchors have not even listen the hairbrushes are not poisoned right could brush our hair at least yep but they can't wear makeup they can't they're like the deodorant could be poisoned Mm -hmm. the can't use hairspray yeah so they're looking bedraggled yep as hail Now we're back at Wayne Manor and we see Alfred listening to the answering machine 
And there's a message from Vicky that's like, hey, Bruce, I'm going to be 10 minutes late meeting you at the museum tonight. So then he calls Bruce somewhere in the house, wherever he is. And it's like, Miss Vale is going to be 10 minutes. And Bruce is like, great. Thank you for letting me. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, I'm a detective. I'm not supposed to meet her tonight. Mm-hmm. But then he leaves it at that. Just doesn't do anything. Because again, he is not about preventing anything. Nope. Uh, so back at Grissom's house, maybe? I guess. It's got those big paintings in the background. Yeah. So I guess it's Grissom's. Because it's not... He's there doing business because he's in charge. I guess. Don't know. I don't. I don't know either. But his wife Felicia, uh huh, looking rough. Yeah, I thought she had like a mud mask on, but it is actually like a physical. Her mouth does not move. Yeah, ceramic or whatever mask that she is wearing over her face. And he's like getting ready to leave, mm-hmm. and she's like, "But Jack, you said we could hang out." It's like really haunting. Yeah, it's spooky. It is very spooky. Yeah. And he says, Daddy's got to go make some art. Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to get to watch. Right. I think that's what she says. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. later she does. Over at the museum, Vicky has arrived in a very ugly dress. <laughs> yep. And she, you know, he's she asks for Bruce Wayne and they're like, oh, he has a table over here. So everything seems to be on the up and up. But he's not there. And he's not there. And he's not there. She's waiting and waiting. waiting. It's taking forever. And she just stays. She just sits there. Bitch, go home. Which this is where I'm like, you know, she called to be like, hey, I'm going to be late. He didn't call the museum to be like, hey, you know, if Vicky Vale shows up, tell her we weren't supposed to meet tonight or we must have our wires crossed or whatever. He doesn't yeah. try calling her apartment. He doesn't do nothing. I know cell phones don't exist, but like, damn. Do something. You're clearly known. You know, they would have. Yeah, you're not so even if doing she's anything. Like, I'm you're here already, to meet Bruce Wayne. You already read the file. Yeah. You, what else do you have to do what right now? What else do you have to do? He's looking up chemistry. It's like, I've heard of it. <laughs> What is that? What could it be? But he doesn't do any of that. So she's sitting there getting bored and a little frustrated. And then suddenly a little like package gift with a big, nice pink bow on top comes over. And the maitre d' is like, oh, somebody just left this for you. And it says urgent on it Mm. in clearly written in crayon, which apparently Tim Burton wrote that himself, which I don't know why. But I always love seeing I love watching actors actually physically write things because I'm like, that's their for real handwriting. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't see this happen, but. Yeah. I don't know. I always just think it's a cool little glimpse into people's lives. Into their realness. Mm-hmm. So she opens the box and it is a pink and green gas mask. And it says, put this on right now. And suddenly some purple gas starts leaking into the restaurant. Yeah. And people start passing out and falling down. And so she puts it all together and she's like, oh, a gas mask. Aha. Uh-huh. And she puts it on. Yeah. It's weird that like everything that the Joker does is this like pink and green combination, mm-hmm. which is not supposed to be green and purple yeah strange i know who knows anyway yeah everybody's passing out or dying unclear but now that the coast is clear joker has arrived in this giant purple silky beret and like a there's a lot of berets in this movie yeah purple and green like waistcoat purple Mm -hmm. pants big jacket and he's there with his goons who again are wearing this like rap crew yeah weird uniform uniform yeah thing that they're doing and he's like, boys, let's make some art. And they start smashing, painting, like statues, painting over paintings. And yeah, throwing paint at them. Yep. Which apparently Jack Nicholson is like a huge, he just really likes art, appreciates art a lot. So he said this scene made him really uneasy. Oh. Which I was like, well, they're not real. It's okay. Yeah. But that's why it was his decision to save that one painting to be like, not that one. I like I this like one. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, they do that for a while. There's a prince song playing. Mm-hmm. Dancing around. And yep. they finally make it Because somebody is carrying a boombox. Yes. Because they have their own soundtrack. Yep. Yep. Then they finally make it upstairs to where Vicky is sitting with her gas mask still held to her face. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you can take that off now. It's safe. And then they set down a yeah, candle or a candelabra. One of the goons has been carrying it in. Yeah. Yep. And just sets it on the table. And then he... Uh, she has her portfolio, her photography portfolio with her, and he starts looking through it and he says all of it is bad. Yeah. Until he gets to like the war photos of death. Yeah. And then he's like, these are good. Yeah. Okay. Right. So he's like, we're both artists. You know, we both appreciate art. And I've started this new project that I would love to show you. And he brings in his girlfriend and it turns out that he has been working on her. I think just spraying people in the face with acid. Yeah. She doesn't look that bad. She really doesn't. Like, Vicky's reaction is too visceral. I mean, she doesn't look that bad, but to know that, like, he just did this to her. She didn't used to look like that, and he did this to her, and she let it happen, I guess. That's a kind of fucked up. Sure. Yeah. But it's just, like, she just has some scars around her eye. Yeah. She seems fine. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so Vicky is trying to like be chill. Yeah, because he's like, "Do you like it?" And she's like, "Yeah, it looks great." What do you want from me exactly? <laughs> yeah, what's uh, what's up? And he's like, "I want to work together with you to bring the Batman down." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Sniff this flower," and tries to spray acid at her. No, nope. she says, "Uh uh-uh. uh," <laughs> splashes him in the face with water, and he pretends to be melting for a while. Mm-hmm. But and- then all of his makeup is coming off. Yeah. And then the Batman arrives and crashes through the ceiling. I know. Do you think that, like, Bruce Wayne anonymously sends money later to the museum? Or is he just, like, publicly, like, wow, some creep in a cape smashed through the... I'll pay for it because I'm such a great guy. I mean, he's probably already on the board and already paying for a lot of it. So he's like, whatever. For sure. It's my money. Yeah, you can have it. I just wonder if he does it anonymously or publicly. If he's yeah. just like, I'll fix it. <laughs> Don't worry. I got it. And so he picks Vicky up and uses his zip line to zip outside and they get in the Batmobile. He says, get in the car. And she's like, which one? Like, okay, it is clearly <laughs> the one that is not, does not match. One of these things is not like the other. Use your brain. Yeah. The Batmobile in this movie shreds i love this yeah version of the batmobile it's mm-hmm. so cool it's 20 feet long oh <laughs> which Must is be so hard to park absolutely insane um they built it on the chassis of a chevy impala but then they were also like and it's got a thunderbird this and it's got okay you know this from this car it has the headlights of a honda civic which is so pedestrian that's so funny but like the, the guy who was designing it like just saw his wife's car and was like those actually look they're shaped cool, so let's throw those on there. Yeah. Uh, what they forgot to put was a door. Well, you know, that'll happen when you're distracted. <laughs> they made this little, like, they made the initial, like, polystyrene model of it and showed Tim Burton. And he's like, cool, uh, where's the door? And they're like, ah, oh, shit. So that's why they added this, like, plain, like, jet-style, like, sliding cockpit entrance. Because oh, they're yeah. like, oh, fuck, we forgot to. It's very... um. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show where they forgot to put a door in the one room so they just have the guy crash through the wall. Never seen it. Ah. It's because you're so cool. <laughs> I just never saw it, okay? No, I know. Um, it's very silly. But anyway, it's just 
I don't know. It's just such a funny, like, oh, yeah, fuck. We gotta, oh, door. It's got to get in and out somehow. It's also, got headlights. they forgot to account for the four inches of extra height on Michael Keaton's head when he's wearing the cowl. Oh, his bad ears? Yeah, so yeah. It, keeps, it kept slamming into his ears any time. And they were like, we've already got the seat as low as we possibly oh, can't no. do anything about it. So when he's in the Batmobile, he's wearing a different cowl with shorter ears. Aww. So like, he literally has driving ears. <laughs> <laughs> and then like... Hang on, let me put on my driving ears. I'm fighting. Don't look at me while I switch cowls oh so I can God. fit in my own ludicrous What car. if he just had retractable ears? <laughs> Just push him down before he gets in the car, like do 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 do. Like a prop knife where they just like sprung back in. Yes. There. See, that would have been a nice touch. And so smart. Tim Burton, come on. <laughs> that would have been a, just a silly little Tim Burton thing to do. I know. That would have been great. I agree. I just have to say that several times in my life, I have heard people who drive Priuses. There have been people who drive black Priuses that get like dark tinted windows. Yeah. And they're like, my car looks like the Batmobile. A Prius? Yeah, I'm like, it doesn't. No. What do you mean? Like it the does... hatchback yeah. Prius? Yeah. That's what I'm my like, parents drive. I know. It I'm like, nothing like a Batmobile. does not. It doesn't look like any of the Batmobiles. No. <sighs> I Which don't like, understand. Not to throw shade, I really like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Mm. I think he did a really great job. Yeah. He fucked up the Batmobile so bad. I, I it's actually so stupid can't looking. remember what it looks it's like. It's like a giant, they, they call it the Tumbler. Oh. And it's like a big, like, brown tanky thing oh, that yeah. like can kind of like roll over and then like write itself it's yeah. ugly it should look like this like yeah sleek yeah with 80s big old bat wings on it <laughs> egg exactly whatever anyway they drive around gotham for a bit you know just like just checking just shit cruising. out yeah just going for a drive <laughs> he uses the grappling hook to like make a sharp turn but it's just a 90 degree turn it's not like a u-turn yeah, or anything on a very wide street yeah he could have just made it could just turn yeah but whatever but i mean i like that idea it just was not necessary in that moment right they should have done it on a harder to make turn yeah it does help him lose the joker which this again i was like the joker and his goons are driving these cars that are all identical and they're purple on the bottom and green on the top and they have Mm. like christmas lights in the back windows i'm like how much time did he take to get all this ready planning this Yeah. yeah he just like killed grissom got all of his money and then spent it on goofy cars immediately you gotta get them painted everything purple please you gotta i don't know i don't know but yeah so they're driving the batmobile gets cut off by some construction equipment and they can't drive anymore so he they just get out yep he just parks it in the middle of the road and he puts the shields up yeah so that no one can get in it yeah roger ebert was like looks like a high-tech armadillo Oh, I love that. Which he is correct. So they just, yeah, take off running down the street. Vicky Vale takes her shoes off and tosses them into the street. She's taking her shoes off all the time in this movie. Constantly yeah. just take. Apparently in this scene, though, it was because every time she got out, she would scratch the paint on the Batmobile. Oh. And the paint was like imported from Japan. And they were like, stop doing that. So she's like, I'll just take my shoes off. What? You all made this car impossible to get in and out of. It's what just do you want black. Why did yeah. you import the paint from Japan? What's wrong with you? Just get some nail polish. It's but fine. also it makes sense because she then she goes running down the street. So, yeah. you know, I would have taken my shoes off too. Yeah, she's just never wearing emergency shoes. Nope. They're running around. They get to a dead end and Joker's goons are coming. So they're not sure what to do. He zips her up into the air and then kind of unceremoniously just falls into some garbage. It's not cool at all. No. Which 
I kind of like because like we talked about at the beginning, I like Batman's humanness. He's yeah. just a guy. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not very menacing that he just like flops no. into some trash. I know. Like I want to see him be just a guy at other times. Yep. But he needs to be cool sometimes. <laughs> in this moment, he should be cool and menacing. Yes. Yeah. So he is knocked out for a bit and they're about to unmask him. Oh, because they shot him. Yeah. He's just laying on the ground. And Vicky, in all of her, I don't know, emergency thought process, is just like, well, I better take some pictures. Yeah. So she's just up on a roof taking pictures of everything. Yeah. I- which distracts them. Yeah. Batman wakes back up. She takes punching. a picture right as they go to take his mask off. So presumably she got a picture of his face. Yes. And, or at least half of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, they turn around and see her, start shooting at her. Then he gets up, kicks everybody's ass. It uses his clicker to get the Batmobile to drive to him. Yep. And then they get in and, you know, drive away. Yeah. Which for a second I was like, okay, she doesn't recognize those lips. I mean, I know they haven't spent that much time together, but it's the same problem I always have with superheroes. You know, you can recognize somebody by half of their face. Otherwise, anytime people put sunglasses on, people will be like, who is this? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, I mean, yeah. it, you know, it obscures your face a little bit, but she's sitting two feet away from him in the Batmobile. Like, But he- I recognized someone that I went to high school with that I hadn't seen in like 12 years. Yeah. Just I saw the back of them walking down the street and yeah. I was like, and I hadn't even thought of that person in probably 12 years. Right. And I was like, I know who that is. And yeah. then I drove by and, and I was right. Exactly. I, like human recognition is so strong. Oh yeah. <laughs> I recognized a friend across campus one time when I was in college because of the way he walked. Yes. You know, I was just like, oh, that's clearly Drew. Yeah. I know because his pants are too tight and he walks <laughs> like his pants are too tight. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, you can notice them, even if you haven't spent that much time with them. And they have been very close to each other. Yeah. And she is very close to him right now. But <laughs> what he she was like, okay, I know you won't let me see your face, but let me see your dick. <laughs> let me see it. I've seen that dick. Because maybe I'll recognize it. I'm saying. <laughs> seen a lot of dicks. Yeah. But he does have a plan for this, actually, because she's trying to get a look at his face. And he literally just turns on a light above his head that shines into her eyeballs. Yep. So she like, can't whoops. see him. Yeah. He Which, looks at her like, don't fucking look at me. I love that the Batmobile just has an overhead light <laughs> for like if you need if you need to obscure your passengers. You eyes. dropped a pen and you need to find it. Like hey, what is that doing in sometimes there? Sometimes stuff falls out of your pockets. Okay. <laughs> out of your Batman pocket. Yeah. I, just, I don't know, I was just crack it up. And so he drives her into the Bat Cave and just nearly lets her fall to her death for the drama of it all because yeah. he says watch out and then turns on a light and it turns out she is very close to a very steep edge and he didn't say anything first yeah and he, he says it like, so calmly yeah <laughs> good thing she didn't take a step to her death yeah <laughs> but whatever everything's fine and then he shows her the big bank of tvs and he's like look the police have it wrong joker didn't change one chemical he didn't contaminate one chemical he contaminated a lot of them and when you mix them together that's what's causing these reactions yeah but i've cracked the code i figured it out if you put these things together it's bad if you put these other things together it's safe take this information to the press with you yes and she's like i mean that's cool but you could have just fucking emailed this to me haha it's a joke it's 1989 right but or you could have just sent it you could have sent it to the press yourself like it could have been anonymous you could have sent in a letter whatever why did you bring me down here and he's like, you're right. I do want something else from you specifically. And then he just kind of like flips his cape up over her. Yeah. And then she there's a w- bunch of bat noises. 
and then she wakes up in her own bed in the daylight, still in her dress. I don't know what happened. So. <laughs> I don't want to know. What? But she, like, pats her boob. Yeah. And she's like, ah, shit, he took the film. Yeah, that's what he was going after. It's just very strange. Yeah, it's a really weird way to go about that. Yeah, he also didn't have to bring her back to the Batcave for that. Yeah, I, which is what she said. Yep. Like, you drove her all the way out there, and now you gotta drive her all the way back. <laughs> and you didn't bang her? I know, does he knock her out? What happens? Why does she wake up in her own bed all sideways, like, still dressed? Yeah, what you're strong. half hiked up. Like, you could have ah. just laid her down gently. I don't like it. Put a blanket on her. Yeah, you've already seen her naked. You could have put her in her jammies, at least. <laughs> Where's this bitch keep her jammies? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Alfred is like, hey, Bruce, quit being such a dink and just tell Vicky the truth about yourself. You know, y'all have a connection. You should just be honest. You know, that woman that works for the news and makes money revealing secrets? Just tell her your secret. Just tell her your secret. She seems cool. She seems fine. Like, Alfred has spent less time with Vicky Vale than Bruce has, and he's like, she seems cool. But honestly, he's just like, I'm lonely. <laughs> she was nice. Yeah. She was nice to me. So uh, Bruce Wayne goes to her apartment, just walk- walking over there, I guess. Yeah. And Slumming he brings her it. two carnations. I know. She has huge vases of flowers in her apartment. He's like, here are these two very cheap, shitty flowers. That he probably bought from somebody on the street. Sorry. Yeah. Right? He could have bought her a whole florist. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, here's these shitty flowers. I bought you a whole garden. Here's the arboretum. <laughs> yeah. Which he tries to apologize, but she's like, nope, you're a jerk and you're going to listen to me bitch about it. Mm-hmm. Which he does for a little bit. And then he pushes her down in a chair and tells her to shut up. Yeah. You're Not- a nice girl and I like you, but right now you need to shut up. Eey. Yeah. Yikes. It's icky. It is icky. Especially after the just what just happened. Or didn't happen. Yeah. The questions from earlier. I don't know. Just kick him in the dick, Vicky. Yeah, right. Uh, So he he's trying to explain yeah. that he's Batman, but he can't come out and say it. Yeah. Because he's a wuss. Yep. And he is dancing around it and dancing around it. But then there's a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just going to go answer it because you're not even saying anything. <laughs> Take it forever. So whatever. You know, Take your time. Warm up. Whatever. You had so much time to practice on the way over here, but you didn't. That's fine. I'm going to go answer the door. Yeah. And, you know, it's the Joker. Because, of course, it is. She ain't got a fucking peephole. I know. And an apartment that nice. Yeah. Doorman? Something? Well, dispatch the doorman. But the peephole. (laughs) Victoria. (laughs) The peephole, Victoria. Uh, So, the Joker didn't see Bruce when he came in. So, Bruce, like, goes away to wait for a crime to show back up. (laughs) It's like, I can't do anything. I can't prevent a- crime. Until there is a crime. So Joker comes in and is like, I've been going through some stuff. Alicia threw herself out a window. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce walks in the room and starts talking to Joker. Yeah. He's and like, like, I'm Bruce Wayne. I know all about you. You're Jack Napier. You're, you know, you got a rap sheet as long as my dick. <laughs> Sorry. How long is it? <laughs> are we talking two crimes or are we talking seven crimes? <laughs> God. Vicky's over there like, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. Um, five crimes at least. <laughs> five crimes, that's a five-crimer. 
quitting the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's fair. But so he walks over to her fireplace. She is, this is not important to the plot, but she is holding what looks like a bowl of popcorn. I think it is. And I don't know why. What was she doing? It was just sitting on her mantle, and so she just picks it up. Yeah. Why it's did just she like pick her it up? Emotional support popcorn, <laughs> I guess. I don't I, understand. I don't either. But so he like kind of makes like a meaningful face at her and and hides his with his body he's grabbing like the fire poker yeah and she's like oh okay great you're gonna do something cool what he does is start smashing her stuff and then at the joker is like you want to go tough guy you want to fucking get weird let's get weird i know he just what is he doing doesn't make any sense. i don't understand this move i don't either it's very strange because then the joker just shoots him yeah which and- yeah, we did see when he was in the other room, he picked up something yeah, metal to put in his shirt. Right. We don't see him put it in his shirt, but like, you but know, we've know. all seen this movie a hundred times. Yeah. Except um, for you. Not this movie, but you know, he <laughs> does it in fucking Back to the Future. Right. Anyway, yeah, Joker shoots him, boom, he goes down and it's just like, okay. So then- He says to him, did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yes, which throws Bruce visibly. He's yeah. like, what? And then he shoots him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> Just like, what? what the fuck are you talking about? And then he's like, uh, well, anyway, um, he tells his goons, Joker tells his goons, I need a moment alone here, boys. And then he grabs Vicky and he's like yelling at her, you know, and he's like, you're making things so hard for me and kind of drags her over to the front door of her apartment. And then he leaves. Yeah. What was that about? He's like, I need a moment alone, and then follows his goons. I don't get it. Like, he doesn't tell her anything private. Nope. Or do anything. He literally mm-hmm. follows them out the door. And it's just like, bye. I don't understand anything that happens in this scene. I don't either. I mean, this movie is confusing, and this scene is In particular. Yeah. yeah. Extremely confusing. I don't understand what the point of it was. Why was it there? What's the popcorn doing? What's with the fire poker? How many crimes did he commit? <laughs> That's really important. <laughs> uh, he does this like weird little dance when he leaves, which I only include because it's something that he kind of improvised on the spot. Mm. He calls it the bird dance, and he <laughs> got it from his friend whose name is Clegg Hoyt. Sure. Sure it is. Clegg. Middle name Wixen. Clegg <laughs> Wixen Hoyt. Who looked at a baby and was like, oh, that's my little Clegg. Clegg. Look at my sweet little Clegg. This is first birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Clegg. <laughs> Wixen. Clegg Wixen Hoyt. I don't know. I just was like, excuse me. <laughs> Whatever. Apparently he was an actor. I don't know. Sure. sure so was. anyway, Vicky goes to see if Bruce is okay, but he's gone. Sure. And in his place is a serving tray that he stole from the bathroom that has a bullet in it. Rude. He Rude. broke all of her shit and got a bullet <laughs> in her bathroom tray and then just left. It didn't even help clean it up. I know. And then she walks over to her dining room where there is a package, which at this point, stop fucking opening boxes, Vicky. But she just opens it and like a plaster fist pops out of it and it's holding a bunch of dead flowers. And that's too much for her. She just passes out. I don't understand. I don't understand any of it. Why did that happen? What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> So back to Alex Knox. He has news about the alley that Vicky saw Bruce Wayne go into and drop the flowers. It's where his parents died. So sad. 
And then we see Bruce Wayne be like, Alfred, do you find the file on my parents? Yeah, Alfred's like, it's three inches from your left hand, sir. And he like looks down. Oh, so it is. Thank you, Alfred. I can't move my neck. You're not you're not wearing the suit right now, Bruce. Yeah, you can move. Yeah, you're fine. Don't know how to use my eyeballs. Alfred is like, hey, listen, maybe you should hang up the cape because I'm tired of watching my friends die and also my friend's parents die. Yeah. Maybe. I don't want I don't want child the children of my friends. Yes. Yeah, or something like that. But yeah, he's very like, hey man. You could have got really hurt today. Right. Maybe you, you were shot at. Take a break. Though, to be fair, he was shot at as Bruce Wayne. So he can't stop doing that, Alfred. That's true. It's just a weird time for it. You know, we don't get the impression that he's been trying to get him to hang it up for a long time. He seems very supportive. Yeah. It's just weird for him now to be like, maybe you should quit being Batman. And it's like, there's a very real crazy man out to get me specifically. Mm-hmm. This is a bad time to call it quits you know he's kind of my fault and my responsibility whatever yeah so then on the tv the mayor announces that the 200th anniversary celebration is postponed indefinitely because Mm -hmm. shit has gone awry yes finally come to his senses but then joker cuts in because he's just always on standby i guess yep and is like hey guys I love parties. Like, I don't want to ruin your party. Let's call a truce. It'll be fine. Have your party. You know, and I'll be there too. And guess what? I got $20 million in cash. Yeah. You know, you guys can have it. Yeah, I'll just dump it on everybody. Yeah, won't that be fun? Everybody be outside at midnight. Yeah. Get you some money. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to have a fight with Batman. Yes. You hear me, Batman? It's on. Yeah. There'll be a fight to the finish. (laughs) That's a good time to stop. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Bruce is watching this on his TV, looking at the file of his parents, looking very thoughtful. And then he has a flashback Uh of little baby Bruce and Thomas and Wayne. You know, we all know the story. Leaving the theater. Thank you. Thomas and Martha leaving the theater, walking home, having a great time, getting mugged, getting shot. Martha with her fake pearls. Have you heard that? They're like, so real strings of pearls. They have a knot in between each pearl so that if you break it, you don't lose all of your pearls. Oh, that's so so if you ever see pearls snap and they go scattering, it's because they're plastic. Oh, yes. But I mean, honestly, you should wear the fake ones out. Yeah. If you're going to be walking through alleys like a dumbass. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how you're going to know that they're fake until you rip them off someone. That's true. So you're still kind of making yourself a target, I guess. Yeah. In, in a place like this. But it's just if you get stolen, it's no big loss. You know, if somebody yeah. takes them and you're like, well. Yeah, whatever. Those are my fake ones. Um, I don't know. I don't have pearls, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, so, you know, we see these two guys approach his parents and one of them is just trying to steal money and jewelry or whatever. But the other one shoots his parents for some reason. And before he does, says, have you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? Mm-hmm. And then is going to shoot Bruce. But then the guy's like, hey, the cops are coming. Let's cheese it. Jack, let's get out of here. And we see his face. He's got crazy eyebrows. Mm -hmm. So clearly it's the same guy. That guy is much taller than Jack Nicholson. Yep. (laughs) He just seems tall. Yeah. Anyway. But well, maybe because maybe they shot it that way intentionally because Bruce is a little kid. True. Um, But anyway, it has to be him. Yeah. Who else would say a dumb thing like that? (laughs) Have they ever done this, too, no. where Joker was the one who killed Thomas no, and Martha? No, because that's part of the mystery, too, is, like, he never figures out who did it. Yeah. Like, there are some rumors that it was a guy named, I think, like, Joe Cool. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Just, like, a very plain name. 
The camel? No. No, that's Joe Camel. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's something cool. Joe Kerr. <laughs> I don't know. But he's just like a very low level guy that like just some dude. Isn't yeah, important. Yeah. Yeah. Which is more poetic, I think. Yeah. Because is- the the death of Thomas and Martha was supposed to be like the turning point of crime in Gotham City. It, it used to be a safe place and then mm. you know. No, it became this scary place to be. So it made yeah. more sense that they were walking through these alleys. Yeah, because, because it, it was a safe place to mm, be. It was it fine. used to be safer, yeah. Gotcha. And then when they died, crime kind of like skyrocketed and yeah. Yeah. And that's when young Bruce Wayne was like, I can't handle this anymore. I'm going off to be a samurai. Gotta go somewhere else. I keep getting lost in this house. Get in the Lazarus pit. You. Whatever. Well, before he can even deal with that flashback and trauma and realization that this is the same man. uh, Betrayal of all betrayals. Alfred is just trompsing Vicky Vale into the Batcave yeah. when Batman's just there. I mean, Bruce Wayne's just there in his jeans and very soft-looking turtleneck. Yeah, he always looks like an English professor. That's true, he does. I do think it's funny he's wearing jeans. I mean, I guess, you know, Michael Kors always wears jeans, so, like, even the super-rich, like fashionable Kors. people... That's true. Maybe Michael Kors dresses like Bruce Maybe Michael Kors is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what if? <laughs> Oh my god. Um yeah, and Vicky's like, "Hey, I love you. Do you want to try and love me?" And he's like, "I would love to. <laughs> I would love to love you. Try and do that, but I'm a little busy." Yeah. You know, he's like, "I can't be distracted by your wiles. Put your titties away." Guys running around. Um she does not seem soups like surprised Anything. yeah yeah she she's doesn't not... seem surprised that she's like oh my god you're batman she's like hey i really like you yeah i've loved you since i met you that's what she tells him and it's just like uh, i mean she says i don't know what to think about all this and he's like i don't know what to think about all this either sometimes and then that's it that's all they mention it and she's just like i just need you to know that i'm in love with you and it's like girl you don't even know him as no. made very evident by the fact that he's batman yeah and you didn't know you just learned so much about also him. the last time you saw him he got shot and then disappeared have you all talked since then they have not talked about that um no <laughs> she just learned through someone else that his parents were gunned down and that's like a big trauma thing for him she hasn't talked to him about that you know, they have a lot, like, they're grownups at they this need point. To, they need to talk. Yeah, yeah. They need to talk about a lot of things before yeah. they're like, I love you. Like, I don't think that you, the last time you saw him, yes, he got shot and then disappeared. And also, he told you to shut up. Like, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. And now you have to also put together that, like, he's Batman. Yeah. And he is the one who, like, brought you to the cave and knocked you out. Yeah, that's huge. You've hung out with him a lot. Yeah. But not in any kind of getting to know you capacity it wasn't very nice to you as batman nope <sighs> anyway we have a lot of things to say there's so much but anyway he's like i just give me like just give me one minute to finish I this whole joker thing got a thing to do real quick and then and then maybe we can see where this goes yep. so he suits up and goes and just crashes the batmobile into axis chemicals sure and then blows it up which can you imagine the airborne toxic event that this man has created? No. Single-handedly. Maybe this is what happened. Nuclear fallout. That's why Chester Cobblepot looks like that. 
That's why the penguin looks like a penguin. Oh. Is that what happened in Gotham? Maybe. That's why everyone's fucking insane. That's why there's a giant alligator. Blew up a chemical plant. Yeah. With no kind of foresight into what would happen to the already abysmal air quality. (laughs) He's like, maybe it'll cut through. Maybe it'll cancel. (laughs) Clean the air. Cancel it out. Spray some chemicals. Right. He's like, (laughs) can't get worse. That's what the that's where they were making the smize stuff. Yeah. Smilex. The smize. The Tyra Banks. <laughs> that's shit. where Tyra Banks comes from. <laughs> the smilex shit. Yeah. And that's what Joker's gonna like spray at everyone, but Batman just did it for him. Yeah. Caught it all on fire, mixed all these chemicals together. At Bad. The, I mean we I know it's fiction, but I mean, like we we all just watched what happened when that train got derailed, and then that's they what blew I was it up. Say, what if that's recently. what happened up there? Yeah, it was Batman. Yeah, but the like the the version of Batman that lives in Ohio. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ohio Batman. Really not thinking about consequences. Like 1989 Batman, we can forgive, you sure. know. But to 2022 Batman, right? You have to be aware. Yeah. Of the Earth. Yeah. Come on, man. Good lord. He's the reason the ozone layer is fucked up or whatever. <laughs> yep. Um, and then so we see the Batmobile drive out of this giant explosion. So it turns out he wasn't even in the car the whole time, which cool, I guess. I don't know. It seems pretty armored. So he could have been in there. Yeah. Doesn't make a goddamn difference. <laughs> but then we see, haha, Joker's like, you didn't get me. I'm up here in this helicopter. Yeah. Toodaloo. And the party downtown has started. Mm-hmm. Joker is coming around the corner on a big old float, and everyone's really excited to see him because there's money. Yeah. And there's a lot of money being thrown in the air. Yep. And dancing, and there's music, and balloons, and a big float, and everybody's like, wow, we're having fun. I know. This part of the movie is so innocent. I mean, they're all just genuinely, truly having a good time. And he's like, hey, everybody. Hi. It's me. It's me. We're having fun. Nobody's worried about him, you know? They're not like, Oh, you're a bad guy. He told us that he was putting smilex and everything but also he's got 20 million dollars yeah supposedly it was supposed to turn out that this money was all fake and that his face was printed on it oh but they just cut that part out um because he had said earlier she's like what do you vicky was like what do you want he was like i want my face on the one dollar bill yeah whatever but i i realized in this moment that we hadn't seen harvey dent or commissioner gordon in a long time like not that they were really adding anything but we just hadn't they showed up, they showed up, they showed up, then they're gone for quite some time. That's true. I don't think we ever see Harvey Dent. We do see Harvey Dent maybe there, one more time. There's no police presence right now. No. And the Joker said he was going to do this. Yep. There was like, whatever, maybe they'll all rip each other to shreds. <laughs> Who cares? It's, uh, yeah, very strange. They're not there at all. They're all at their private 200th anniversary Yeah. The mayor was like, I'll have my own party. And you're all invited. <laughs> But not can't have people from the city. Big party. Yeah. Um. So it's cute for a little bit. Vicky and Alex show up. Alex is kind of a dick about it. He's like, yeah, take pictures. Look at Gotham's greed. Are you above $20 million, my man? Because <laughs> I'm know, not. It's a weird comment. Yeah. I've seen your job. Yeah. You're there to get paid. Like, Grab whatever. some money. Yeah. Or, I mean, at least keep your mouth shut. These people are not doing as well as you apparently are. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But so this Prince song ends and Joker's like, well, I don't, I, you know, the song's called Who Do You Trust? Who do you trust? Is it Batman, who's not even here, by the way? Or is it <laughs> me throwing money on all of yep. you people? Well, 
I'll give you an answer because it's time to die. Yeah. And then he just turns on them so fast and starts spraying everybody with Smilex gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've all got their little gas masks on, mm-hmm. all the goons, and then, yeah, people start dropping like flies. Yep, which fortunately we don't see a bunch of them, I guess. I don't know. But Vicky's like, come on, let's get in the car, hurry. And then she <laughs> rolls the windows up. <laughs> She's like, come on, let's go. But then Knox goes in his trunk and grabs just like a little painter's mask that he holds up to his face and a baseball bat and starts swanging at everybody. Yeah. Which, I mean, cool. most of those people are just the random innocent people. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess he's trying to get at the goons. But, I guess. You know, he's got smoke in his eyes. At least put it on your ears, man, so that you can have two hands. Yeah. For bat swinging. I don't get it. I don't either. Whatever. Speaking of bats, Batman is flying. He has a little plane. Yeah. Just got his own little plane. True. Vicky is trying to leave and she is trying to drive away and she hits Knox with his own car. Yep. Yeah. Of all the people that she could have hit. I know. And then she rides around with him on the hood for a little bit and then flings him into some garbage. Yeah. And she's like, come on, get in the car. Yep. I picked you up. Let's go. Batman flies down the street. (laughs) through the air <laughs> and like picks up all of these giant like parade balloons that joker yeah. has that are full of this gas and joker turns around and looks at them and goes my balloons <laughs> <laughs> it's so there's no emotion at all it was so funny i had to back it up and watch it again <laughs> yep he drags them off up into the sky just all the way up to space yeah and then it's the waves of Vin Diesel and then goes back down. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't blow them up. He doesn't nope. stick them into space. He just is like, this is good. Put the Smilex up here. Yeah. It won't rain down or affect <laughs> Metropolis no, or it's fine. anything. It's just, Fuck Metropolis. Just put them out of the way. God. Who knows? Joker silly goes, those are my balloons. Still, like, no emotion. But then he climbs down. He's getting mad. He yells at Bob. Oh, they took my balloons. And then he shoots Bob. Yeah, why? Bob was his number <sighs> one. His number one guy. I really, I don't know. I liked that guy for some reason. Bob? Yeah. The guy who plays him, Tracy Walker, is, like, Jack Nicholson's friend. And Jack Nicholson was like, my friend's going to be in this movie. Yeah, he hell yeah. Part, which is just so cute. I mean, he was, like, an actor before. It wasn't, yeah. like, the only thing he'd been in. But I don't know. He's just, like... He's just around. He's got Did long good blonde job. hair. And yeah. He's like, yeah, you're my friend. Yeah. Even before, like, that, he's been around the whole time, which is mm-hmm. cute. The bat plane flies up above the clouds and stops right in front of the moon just because. Which, of all the, like, campy, goofy, <laughs> ham-fisted bullshit things that Tim Burton could do. Yeah, he picks this one. one that he did. Whatever, it's fine. When the moon hits your <laughs> eye like a bat in the sky, that's a Batman. <laughs> beautiful thank you oh and this part i don't like i had never thought about it before but then i saw a video about it that was like hey there's no reason to not have swear words in your closed captions deaf people are not babies yeah you know they can handle swear words put Mm -hmm. them in the he said it out loud why can't you say it in the caption right like well if a child read it a child can hear it if they can read it they can hear it (laughs) exactly you know so it's, it's just goofy but this is the only time I'll make an exception because what Joker <laughs> says is you son of a bitch and what the caption said was you son of a bat. Yeah, I, I noticed that and I was like, that's so weird. Why? Because deaf people are little infant babies and they <laughs> you can't, can't handle the swears. My favorite edit of a swear word for TV 
was instead of I don't even remember what movie it was, but they're supposed to say motherfucker, yeah. and they said melon farmer, <laughs> and I was like, that's such a good replacement. Yeah, that's there's a so lot funny. of good. I mean, snakes on a plane where he says uh, Monday to Friday plane instead yeah. of motherfucker, and I think he says monkey fighting nice. snakes or something like that. It's so silly. Um. But yeah, I understand editing for TV if you edit for everybody. Yeah, of but course, it's just yeah. to have him say it, it out and loud. And it was like dubbed over. It wasn't the caption. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then to not have it in the captions. Yeah, it's just a. It's an infantilization of hard of hearing and deaf people, which is absolutely stupid, unnecessary. He should have just said "son of a bat." Yeah, that's so funny. That's way better. Yeah. But so Batman is flying right at Joker, and he's doing that thing. I wonder if Heath Ledger did this as like kind of a tribute to him, where he's like, "Come on." Dude, I'm right here. Come get me. Yeah. You know, the same thing that Heath Ledger. I want you to hit me. Come on. Yeah. Come get me. Yeah. But then Batman fires at him a bunch and misses entirely. How? Misses so much. He's just the standing The bullets are right too there. big and Joker is too small. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also a thing of Joker wanting Batman to hurt him. Yeah. Because he knows that Batman has a policy, you know, of not killing people, not maiming people. Right. And Joker wants him to, Joker wants him to kill him. Yeah. Because he knows that that would break him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Become like me. You know, I know that I don't give a shit, but that's the worst thing for you. Yeah. It's stoop to my level. Oh, yeah. I just become another criminal. Mm-hmm. Yes. But also, uh, you Let know, go. I don't know, do something, take him out at the knees. Yeah. I don't he know. He's just misses trying to a bunch. scare him. I don't know. Well, so then Joker pulls out a gun with a three foot barrel. It's so funny. Fires one shot, takes down the bat plane. Yeah. You tell me this thing is not bulletproof? <laughs> is that what you're saying to me right now? A uh, bathroom tray. <laughs> bulletproof. <laughs> a bat plane. A whole plane. Oof. One bullet. Soft. Crashed. Soft. oh my god yeah completely so yeah the plane crashes vicky runs over to it but you know batman's not there yeah he's gone again (laughs) he's never where he's supposed to be nope uh so joker points his fun at her (laughs) shut up (laughs) that's such a funny typo yeah so joker points his gun at her from like six feet away because that's how long the gun is (laughs) and he's like let's go in the cathedral and he has a little like walkie-talkie yeah. And he's like, hey, come pick us up on top of the cathedral. Yeah, pick us up in five minutes, looks all the way up and goes, meh, maybe like a 10. Yeah, it's like a long climb up there and there, I guess, isn't an elevator, so. No. But they head inside and here comes Batman, too, because he's fine. He was right there, just under some rubble. They didn't look very hard. She didn't get all, you know, it's, much time to look for him. It's dark. Um, so Joker and Vicky walk all the way up this rickety ass staircase to yeah. the top of this bell tower which apparently at this point in filming tim burton did not know how this movie was gonna end and jack nicholson was like why are you making me walk up all these goddamn stairs and tim burton was like you'll find out when we get there and he was like i had to tell him that i didn't know and he got mad at me <laughs> you'll find out when i find out right I don't, let's go up there and see what's up there we'll find it out i don't know um, Batman's following them, kind of hobbling. He trips and knocks over a pew, which knocks over all the other pews, yeah. domino style. Yeah. Kind of funny. Um, yeah, then the commissioner finally shows up. Yeah. Looking all <laughs> dapper. <laughs> he probably kept getting calls like, hey, the Joker is throwing out money. He's like, it's fine. Yeah. Hey, um, the Joker's killing people. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. That's okay. 
Uh, Batman has a plane? Shit! Yo, what? I'm on the way. <laughs> this is protected airspace. Right? Yeah, he's, he finally gets there. The cops all go in and are like, let's go help him. But then Vicky and the Joker have made it up to the bell tower. Which Vicky lost her shoes in the process. And Batman keeps passing. He passes one and then the yeah, Joker one. throws one of them at Batman. Yeah. Once they get up there, Joker shoots acid at the bolt holding the bell on, which sends it crashing down, takes out part of the staircase, but Batman does manage to avoid it. And then it blocks the area like how to get up into the bell tower so right. all the cops are like well and the commissioner's like well let's just go outside and then he's like point some searchlights at it yeah he's so useless i know how did he get this job let's just see let's just watch let's just look at it so batman makes it up to the bell tower the tower because mm-hmm. the bell is gone mm-hmm. um but he's like well, i don't i don't see anybody so a guy just happens to be there and does a bunch of flips I don't know how that guy got there or where he came from. Was he already up there? Did he go up the stairs? Did they drop in from above? Who knows? He just, For a second, I thought it was Joker. Joker, I know, me too. That, and I was like, that's so funny that yeah. they just decided that this 50-year-old man all of a sudden was really <laughs> can just do a bunch of flips, yeah. But it's not. It's just some goons. They're attacking Batman. Another guy leaps at Batman and crashes through the floor before Batman even notices that he's like, yeah, this part coming towards I him. I feel like he's trying to be a little funny because the guy that does a bunch of flips, you know, is like, and Batman just like, just kicks him in no. the chest. Yeah. yeah. I know, but it's like the time has passed. Yeah. For this level of goofiness. There it's hasn't like, been any hand to hand combat up to this point anyway. No, it's been really. just a bunch of guns. Yeah. 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 While all this goofy ass fighting is happening, Joker is just kind of flopping Vicky around like she's a rag doll, but apparently she's conscious. Yeah. So I don't know what she's doing. She's not resisting. She's just being flopped around yep. while they dance. Very strange. But then she sees Batman. Yeah. And, and she's like, it. okay, I've got to do something now. Right. So she does that like thing that Jasmine does. Where she's like, oh, Jafar, I've never noticed how handsome you are. Yeah. She's like, oh, Mr. Joker. And she's like, Smooching him is really gross. But you're so old. <laughs> she says, you're so purple. Your suit is so purple. And she like jumps on him. She's like, I love purple. And then she like, I don't know, her head disappears out she, of frame like she's giving him a blowjob. I know. She like gets on her knees. Yeah. Which I guess the implication is like. She's getting out of the way. Yeah. She's getting out of the way. and But the Joker's going to interpret it like, I guess he's just going to get a blowjob right here on the bell tower while Batman's around the corner. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Which I guess he don't care, but like, damn. And like out of nowhere, you know, the whole time she's been like, no, leave me alone. Yeah. No, and then all of a sudden she's like, Mr. Joker, I just, I never noticed how purple you are. <laughs> Here under the moonlight. Now I see. <laughs> what? But then so Batman goes, excuse me. And Joker looks over. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? And then he kicks him in the face or whatever. And yeah. They fight and... You know, Batman's like, what's your fucking deal, guy? And Joker's like, it's your fault. You dropped me in the chemicals. You made me. And then Batman's like, well, you killed my parents and you made me. And he's like, that was so long ago. <laughs> can we forget about How it? you hold that against me? I was a mere child. And then he just puts on a pair of glasses. <laughs> and he just says, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? Is that where this comes from? I think it's just a thing. Yeah. That people have always said. He just had him in his pocket yeah puts him on and Batman's like yes actually i would yep if it's you definitely um so they all end up outside hanging off of the bell tower joker's like on a ledge yeah he's okay yeah batman and vicky are hanging on for their lives 
Joker's up there dancing, trying to like kind of stomp on their fingers and like kick bricks out of the way. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, woohoo, he doesn't care if he falls, really. Yeah, he's like, ha ha. But then his chopper shows up and he's like, well, all right, bye. Mm. But then he grabs onto the rope ladder that they've lowered and Batman's like, absolutely not. Throws a grappling hook around a gargoyle and around his ankle. So he's yeah. tied him to the roof of this cathedral. Yes. And then as he's trying to lift up, the gargoyle breaks off. The weight of it drags the Joker down. He falls all the way down to his death. Yeah. There he goes. Oh, at some point before this, I forgot to mention it. Batman punches him in the face and like fake chatter teeth fall out. And yeah. he, for a little bit is like, oh, no. It's like, were those his teeth? <laughs> but then but then he, he just has teeth later. In, yeah, it's just covered in blood. Meant to be face. funny. It doesn't make any sense. Though. No, it doesn't. Where'd they come from? And or where did the blood come from? I don't get it. Anyway. His butt. Unimportant. <laughs> um, so down he goes. Batman tries to lift Vicky up, but, you know, it's a weird angle. They both yeah. fall, but then he uses his nifty gadgets, catches them. They you would stop halfway down. They would just die. Rip your arms right out of the You've sockets. You've still fallen. Yeah. You cannot come to an immediate stop. That nope. The stop is what kills you, not the fall. Yep. If you like grappled and then like Swung. slowed your descent. Sure. Yeah. But no, they he, just come yeah. to an immediate stop. Yeah. She's holding on to him. He's holding on with one arm. It would have just yanked his arm right out. Yep. And then they would have also hit the pavement. Whatever. Joker is a flattened bug on the sidewalk. Something in his pocket is laughing. Very unnerving. Yeah. It's just his face grinning up at the moonlight and mm-hmm. <laughs> coming out of his pocket. Also, the Joker doesn't die. But he just never dies. No, he can't. In canon. James Bond. <laughs> they killed James Bond. Killed James Bond. I mean, I think we've all agreed that this movie is not canon. I know. But anyway, there's a press conference. Gordon's like, yeah, team, we did it. You did jack you shit, did my dude. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Batman, I guess. He says we should call him anytime we need him. Yeah. And Knox is like, how are we going to call him? <laughs> right. Well, we have this bat signal, you see. The bat. I, I'm very glad that subsequent movies put the bat signal on a roof. Yeah, it was just like this on, one's the on the ground. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> hopefully you're in the right part of town. Yeah. Hopefully Gotham continues to be polluted as hell so that there's always cloud cover for it to shine against. That's why he blew up excess chemicals. <laughs> So there would be for the cloud gun. Yeah. Hopefully Batman's looking in the right direction. Also, can anyone turn on the bat signal or do you have to like get permission or get in line or take a number? <laughs> what if you're not anywhere near it and you need help? I guess you just call the police. Yeah, I they're guess. They're pretty useless. I mean, they're about as useful as Batman. He'll show up after. <sighs> That's true. He ain't prevent shit. So anyway, <sighs> Vicky Vale work breaks up with Knox and dashes all of his hopes of being famous. And then she's walking down the street, but then she kind of senses Alfred, turns around. There he is in his old timey British car. <laughs> he's like, I've got champagne for what fucking reason? I don't know. And then he's like, by the way, Master Bruce is going to be a little late tonight. And she's like, <laughs> I figured. <laughs> and then we see Bruce Wayne on top of a building. Ignoring the bat signal. Yeah, they're just testing it. Right. Every Wednesday at midnight. This is a test of the emergency bat signal. The end. (sighs) Damn. I know. It's a little disappointing. Yeah, I would say it is is disappointing. 
It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. No, of course not. It's just... It's still Batman. There is so much to work with Yep. in the Batman universe, even up to this point. I know it's 1989. I know we have like 12 more movies since then, but sure. like the lore of Batman has so much. Right. And you're the first one to do it. You can do, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about the like, well, they already did this or am I copying whatever. You're breaking ground here. Yeah. Like, I know you wanted to be dark and gritty and I think you kind of achieved that. Tim it was Burton. more like. But not really. Gray and smoggy. Definitely gritty. But yeah, gray and smoggy. Yeah, could have been grittier. It could have been grittier. It could have. It just could have been better. Yeah, just a lot of missed opportunities. I yep. think. For yeah. Sure. I think they included things that they didn't need to, and they excluded things that they did need. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, is it a replay or a rewind? Um, I don't imagine I'll watch it again. Yeah. Unless I'm just having like maybe if I get sick. Yeah. And have I'm a like, marathon. I'm gonna watch all the Batman movies. Yeah. But I don't think I would. No. Uh- of all the Batman movies, this is not the one I'm putting on. No. You know, there are a lot of other better options. I love Michael Keaton. Me too. And Jack Nicholson does a good job, but even he could have done better. It just needed more. More of yes. almost everything. Yeah. It was not over the top enough. Nope. And that, is, I mean, Batman has always been over the top. Yep. He's a goofy dude in a suit. Just embrace it. You know, don't mm-hmm. try to be serious. I, that's what I was worried about with the Christopher Nolan movies is that he was going to try and make it too serious. And it's yeah. like, at its core, it's a man in a suit getting punched. You know, yeah. like, don't forget that. Yeah, absolutely. But he did a good job of, yes. like, blending the serious and the camp. This is not... This yeah. I, I do love Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Is so good. Yeah. Because he's just Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Yeah. I don't know how to be a person. I have too much money to be a person. I'm over. He's just so over the top. He's like a a playboy for the look of it. Yeah. You know? He's like, yeah, just fuck 12 people. Who cares? Right. <laughs> but then at <laughs> night, he's like, I care. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's he's great. He's definitely like, you don't know enough about Bruce Wayne in this movie to be like, he couldn't possibly be Batman. It's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Anybody could be Batman. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And he's got the money to build this giant car so honestly all signs point to him yeah with other versions of batman it's like that idiot <laughs> like no that, yeah that there's airhead. no way yeah yeah who won't even like make financial decisions you know like right. there's that whole thing about how he's running like the company into the ground and they yeah. don't want him to be in charge because exactly. he's terrible with money and yeah that's what you need is to play up that like mm-hmm. i couldn't have i don't have time to play batman i'm on this yacht with all these babes you right. know like we don't get any of that from this movie uh did it make you cry no no <laughs> when would it have no one was ever in danger really no as we know it came out june 23rd 1989 on my very first birthday Woo-hoo. it had a budget of 48 million dollars it made 411.6 million it was the highest grossing domestic film of 1989 and the second highest grossing film worldwide okay. second only to indiana jones and the last crusade so okay. it everybody loved it well it did well yeah uh it's got a 74 on rotten tomatoes which i think is right about where it should be yeah i think that's fair it pulled a baby geniuses of like the audience score versus the critic score is very different yes yeah it is nice to look at yeah it just doesn't have anything beneath there's no substance yeah um roger ebert feels a lot of the same way he gave it two stars He said, somewhere in the middle of his review, he says, Nicholson's Joker is really the most important character in the movie, in impact and screen time. 
And Keaton's Batman and Bruce Wayne characters are so monosyllabic and impenetrable that we have to remind ourselves to cheer for them. Mm-hmm. Which is how I felt about any Batman. The villains are always more interesting. You know, Heath Ledger crushed playing the Joker to the point where when Batman shows back up, you're kind of like, eh, get out of here. Yeah, I want care. more of the clown. Yeah. And the same thing happened here. You know, where you're like, I'm... Joker's more interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that is something that's really missing from this Joker, though. Is like Heath Ledger's Joker was just chaotic to be chaotic, right. and it's like, what is this Joker's motivation? Yeah. What does he want? Uh, yeah. Because it's just to cause chaos is is what the Joker wants. Right. But what is this guy doing? Well, in this one, yeah, he's mad about his face, and he wants to kill Batman because of it. But yeah. he is also also at the same time destroying gotham but why for what reason yeah and we don't get the sense that it's just for fun right it seems like he has a purpose but it's never that is. never clear yeah uh he goes on kim basinger strides in as vicky vale a famous photographer assigned to the gotham city crime wave and although she and wayne carry on a courtship and batman rescues her from certain death more than once there's no chemistry and little eroticism. Mm-hmm. The strangest scene in the movie may be the one where Vicky is brought to the Batcave by Alfred, the faithful valet, and realizes for the first time that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person. How does she react? She doesn't react. She doesn't. The movie forgets to allow her to be astonished. Yes. Which is 100% accurate. Yeah. Very he true. does end it by saying, should it be seen anyway? Probably. Yeah. So, I you agree. Know, he liked yeah. it. But again, just like we said, not great. And Tim Burton feels the same way. Shortly after completing the film, he was like, I liked parts of it, but the whole movie is mainly boring to me. It's okay, but it was more of a cultural phenomenon than a great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, He wasn't super enthusiastic about Prince, but like any director, when you're away from the stress of making the movie and you see how many millions of dollars it made you, you tend to soften your feelings. He likes it more now than he used to. A lot of people did not like that Michael Keaton was cast as Batman. Mm. People are always so critical of who plays Batman. Absolutely. To the point where 50,000 letters were sent in to Warner Brothers in protest. Oh, shit. But, I mean, Bob Kane even was like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. You know, Batman is huge. Yeah. He's buff. Yeah. He's got that square jaw. He's a playboy. And then here comes Michael Keaton. Charming. Adorable. But But, average build. Yeah. And up to this point, a pretty comedic actor. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And in the original script for even this movie, Bruce Wayne is described as a man with muscles on top of muscles and scarred from nightly combat, Mm. which is not Michael Keaton. But Tim Burton and Michael Keaton had just worked together on Beetlejuice. And he was like, look, I think he's got the range. I think he can do it. And he's got those like piercing eyes that will really like set him apart. Yeah. He's his eyes are intense. And he's like, I think that, you know, that's what you notice when Mm -hmm. you've got this man in his little suit. Yeah. Um, and he's like, plus Michael Keaton himself just seems like a guy who would dress up like a bat. <laughs> just for, for the effect. Yeah, sure. I mean, he dressed up like Beetlejuice. Exactly. Uh, it was almost Ray Liotta, though. He oh. was considered for the role. He was also offered the role of Harvey Dent and of Joker. They were like, please just be in this movie Aww. anywhere. What? If Ray Liotta was Batman Bruce Wayne, though, it would be so obvious. They'd yeah. be like... You're clearly Bruce Wayne. Look at those eyelashes. Look at those eyelashes. Look at that eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> Your natural eyeliner, Your natural sir. natural eyeliner. Exactly. <laughs> um, he turned it down, though, because he was working on Goodfellas. Yeah. Which later he was like, man, I kind of wish I'd have done it. But also Goodfellas made me who I am. So yeah. regrets are minimal. Yeah. Mel Gibson also, he was the first choice for, for the part. Oh. Um, back when the guy who wrote the script 
for Superman mm. originally was writing this script and then it changed hands. And yeah. He really wanted Mel Gibson in the role. I'm really glad it wasn't Mel Gibson. Um, and then once, but he was like, well, I'm already committed to being in Lethal Weapon. So then when they did Batman Forever, they were like, do you want to be Two-Face? And he's yeah. like, I'm already in Braveheart. <laughs> I'm already, I got to paint my face over here, guys. Previous commitments, which I'm like, yay. Yeah. Um, a couple yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah. A couple different people, Don Johnson included, were considered for the role of Harvey Dent, but it ended up going to Billy D. Williams, and he thought that they were going to bring him back to play Two-Face. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, I think that's why I was surprised that he was Harvey Dent. Because, because he's not, not him. ever Two-Face. Yeah. yeah. Well, he thought he was going to be, um, and there, reportedly there was a contract, there was a clause in his contract saying that the role was his whenever they got around to that storyline. Yeah. Um, but then when they did cast Batman Forever, they decided to put Tommy Lee Jones instead and they just bought out his whole contract. Wow. He did come back to be in, he was Two-Face in the Lego Batman movie. Aww. Which is cute. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's kind of sucks that he was like, yeah, I'm taking this boring role now to get to be more interesting later. And they were like, yeah. just kidding. JK, go be in Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars came in the 70s. Oh, yeah. I think Don Johnson would have been a good call for Harvey Dent. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. he's from oh, what's the name of that show nash uh nash something where he's it's like a cop show i don't know oh, he's i a don't know detective anyway he would have been a good harvey dent because very much like aaron eckhart uh-huh. he's like that like blonde playboy kind of looking guy who yeah. looks like a lawyer yeah and would have been good at like yeah, Ray Liotta would have been good. Yeah, the transformation. Absolutely. But Tommy Lee Jones was great oh, yeah, as Two-Face. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Kim Basinger was the original choice to play Vicky Vale, but they wouldn't let her even meet the producer to like audition or even think about it until they had made an offer. Oh. So they're like, well, fuck it. We'll just go to somebody else. So they gave the part to Sean Young, who plays Rachel in Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. But then she was practicing horseback riding for a scene that I guess they was supposed to be in this movie where they're riding horses, you know, at Wayne Manor. And she broke her collarbone. Eh. So they were like, well, Kim? She was like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Damn, that sucks. It does suck that she had the role and then got hurt. On set. Yeah. And then they didn't even. Instead of just waiting for her to get better. Yeah. And then they took that scene out, too. They're like, well, we can't let somebody else get broken. Get broken. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. Damn, I broke my collarbone when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was fine. Playing so. softball? No, I fell out of bed. Oh, that's right. We talked about it. Yeah. You were just like, I'll just get back in bed. But I didn't, uh, my parents didn't even take me to the hospital for like three days. Yeah. So how bad could it really have been? Right? You, but Shania. you were made of rubber at the time. Yeah, that's true. She was a, an adult. Yeah, fair. Kiefer Sutherland. 19 at the time was offered the role of dick grayson oh but he turned it down because he was like i don't want to be running around in yellow tights oh and then later he found out that tim burton was going in a darker grittier you know version wasn't going to have him in tights anyway and he was like oh damn maybe i should have done it and then they just took the character out entirely yeah there would not have been time no room first of all second of all could you imagine if Mel Gibson had been Batman and <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland had been Dick Grayson and it was just like a battle of the mullets. <laughs> Stuffing mullets in their cowls. <laughs> just sticking out of the back. <laughs> yeah, well, now I am imagining it. It's really fun and I kind of like it. <laughs> wish that it had been a thing. I, I mean, 
I can't imagine Kiefer Sutherland as Robin. No. Like at all. He's no. already done Stand By Me and Lost Boys. Like he's yes. already this like bad boy. Yeah, yeah. So to put him, even though he's only 19, like to put him in that role would have been so strange. Mm. I'm glad it didn't happen. Robin Williams was also offered the part of the Joker after Jack Nicholson he didn't turn it down outright, but he was just like, eh, I don't know. You know, I've got yeah. some qualms. So they offered it to Robin Williams, who accepted the role and was like, you know, getting into it, reading the script, ready oh, to sure. do it. Yeah. And then they approached Nichols sitting in and they were like, hey, this is your last chance. If, you know, we've already Robin's willing to take it if you don't want it. Mm-hmm. And Jack Nicholson was like, OK, I'll take it. So they were like, just kidding, Robin Williams. Damn. And it, yeah, I mean, it really hurt his feelings. He basically got used as bait and he was like, that's <gasps> fucked up. He refused to be in any of the other Batman movies. They asked him if he wanted to be the Riddler and he was like, no, I'm not doing anything with Warner Brothers until you apologize to me. Yeah, fair. Damn, yeah. why are people always screwing Robin Williams over? I don't know. He's such, I don't know. He seemed like <sighs> such a nice guy willing to do these projects, willing to help the little people, you know, like whatever. Yeah. It's not like he was like, I don't want to be an Aladdin. I just want to do Fern Gully instead, you know? And they were like, okay, but... And he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it with these... With these caveats, yeah. And, and they then they were like, mind. let me destroy every studio where they're making Fern Gully. Yeah, and then this one where they and just then they're dangled like, him like bait. We're not going to use the genie in any of the promotional materials. Just kidding. He's like the only thing we're promoting for the whole movie and also... You got to come back for the second one. No, I don't. Fuck no, you. No, I don't. Don't, I don't send know. me a Picasso. He was just such a treasure. I know. And people did not appreciate him. No, they really <laughs> didn't. Yeah, and to dangle in front of dangle him in front of Jack Nicholson like this, which just kind of sours it for me a little bit. I know that Jack Nicholson ended up loving this role, and so I'm glad that he got to be in it. I think he did a great job. Yeah, he did great, yeah. I think that Robin Williams would have made a better Riddler than, than Joker. Joker. Yeah. But it sucks that they did that and that we didn't get a Robin Williams Joker. Not that Jim Carrey doesn't do a phenomenal job. Yeah, he, he does. He does, but... But he would have been great. It would have been a Dr. Brainerd <laughs> to Riddler pipeline. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so Jack Nicholson said, "I th- the thing I like about the Joker is that his sense of humor is completely tasteless. That's fine. Which is true. Yeah. And he later said, you know, it was just one of his favorite roles he ever did. Apparently, he loved his performance so much that at one point he was watching the film once a week at his house. Oh, which is a little bit intense. Yeah, but maybe he was just like, man, I had so much fun. Yeah, maybe he just had a lot of fun on the set, you know, the fun. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, who was dating Michael Keaton at the time, was asked to audition for Vicki Vale for this movie. But Keaton said, I don't think so. That would be really awkward. That's my girlfriend. Would it be awkward? Would it be you're already in a relationship? Doesn't make any sense. To make it that make seems less sense, obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer was later cast as Selena mm-hmm. Kyle in Batman Returns when she and Michael Keaton were no longer dating. <laughs> so that's awkward. Yeah. Also, listen, not here to judge anybody's looks. Let's do it. Okay. I think Michael Keaton's super cute. And I think what he lacks in, like, knockout hollywood star he makes up for in charm sure but michelle pfeiffer is perfect and gorgeous yeah and has this super weird propensity for dating way below her level of i'm not gonna say out of her league because that's dumb yeah but just like attractiveness scale. yeah <laughs> like girl you're selling yourself short here yeah because michael keaton is Close to the top of that list, but she also dated Fisher Stevens, who played Iggy in the Super yeah. Mario Brothers movie, yeah. and John Malkovich. I'm like, girl, 
you are so much cuter than this, please. I mean, you know what? Maybe please. when you're when you're that hot though, and you could get anyone. It's not that exciting. So you're I like, guess. I'm just gonna pick them on their personality. Like I don't give a shit what they look like. I hope that's what she was doing and not like just, didn't see herself as pretty enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. I just have the biggest crush on Michelle Pfeiffer. She's <gasps> perfect. Happy Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> it's just, honestly, it's just like her and Anne Hathaway, who also played Catwoman. Oh, you just have a Catwoman thing. <laughs> I think I just have a Catwoman. Yeah, thing. that makes sense. But she's she's just she's prettier than that. You know? <laughs> Come on, girl. Should we tell her? Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> Call her up. Yeah. Hey Michelle, don't retro retroactively stop dating John Malkovich, please. <laughs> so Neither Tim Burton nor Michael Keaton had any exposure to the Batman comics prior to this film. All they huh. really knew about Batman was the Adam West, Adam West yeah. show. Michael Keaton didn't even want to really be in this movie. Hmm. At first, he got the script from his now friend Tim Burton and yeah. read it out of politeness. He was Aww. like, well, I don't intend- I'm not a superhero kind of guy. You know, I don't yeah. think about Batman. But then he read it and he was like, actually, this sounds like a lot of fun. And he got really attached to the character. So he did want to do it eventually, yeah. but... At from first, the outside, he was yeah. just like, no, I mean, that's not... That's not for me. But the executive producer gave them reference material. He gave Burton every issue of Batman's first year in comics before Robin was introduced. Mm-hmm. And then Keaton was given the graphic novel The Dark Knight Returns. So they were like, here, just read these things. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, if you know anything about Kevin Smith, we know that Tim Burton probably didn't read them. Yeah. But apparently, Smith did... Kevin Smith later apologized. Because there's a whole story where they got in a fight where... Kevin Smith was like, Tim Burton stole from me from my comic books. And then Tim Burton was like, I've never read a comic book. And Kevin yeah. Smith was like, well, that explains fucking Batman. Yeah. But apparently, Smith later apologized to Burton for the remark because he said, I don't read comic books because I have dyslexia and they're really hard for me to read. He says, sometimes I'll look through the pictures, but he became enamored with the icon- iconography of the Batman and Joker mythology. And it was Alan Moore's The Killing Joke, which helped him understand the mythology the most. And he often said that it was the only comic he ever, it was the only comic book he never felt was hindered by his dyslexia. I don't know why that's just so cute. And he was like, I can't read comic books, but I can read this one because that one's really good. I love shrimps. (laughs) Man, I love shrimps. That's what he says. I know. That one's really good. Yeah. Like you talked about at the top, this is the only live action Batman movie that only has one villain in it. Yeah. Weird. Which, I mean... Where would they have fit in anybody else? They managed to do it in the other ones. I don't know because they all team up, but there's not. It's weird how little substance this movie has. And then also at the same time, it's like there would be no room for somebody else. Yeah. How do they manage to do both? I don't know. Yeah. It's like there's too much and not enough at the same time. Yeah. He needs more blankets and he needs less <laughs> blankets. Absolutely. <laughs> and then so the last thing that I wanted to say, because I know this episode is very long, but, you know, we Deal had a lot to it. talk about. This is my just favorite little bit of trivia that apparently Jack Nicholson got into the habit of signing his Joker gloves and just giving them away to people as gifts on set. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But the costume designer, Bob Ringwood, was like, please stop doing that. (laughs) You are going through gloves like crazy. I didn't even notice him wearing gloves in the movie. Yeah. Well, apparently he wore a lot of them. Yeah. Jack Nicholson was like, sure, buddy. (laughs) I promise. And then did not stop doing that. Oh, my God. He just like... They had to constantly make new gloves for him. And Ringwood estimated that there must have been hundreds of signed Nicholson Joker gloves just floating around out there. Frustrating. Yeah. If you have to make gloves by hand, that must be hard. Can you imagine 
try to tell Jack Nicholson what to do, though. No. I wouldn't. No. I just love that he was like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll stop. Oh, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Do you stop. want one sign? <laughs> Did you want? I can't. Left, right, <laughs> both. What's that? How about a sock? Goofy. A sock? <laughs> yeah, I have a sock. Yeah. Ooh, stinky. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, there's a lot of good info. Yeah. A lot of good trivia, you know. It's just sad that it's not better. Yeah. I wanted it to be better. I'm a little bit worried now about the other ones. I know, rewatching them and being disappointed. Mm-hmm. I, I do have more fond, I have memories, fond or otherwise. I know that I watched the other ones. Yeah. Um. So I, I know we'll get to them at some point. I do want to watch them, but I there's a little trepidation there. For sure. That they're not going to be great. Yeah. But I mean, they might not be. I know they get, I mean, Tim Burton did Batman- Returns, Returns, yeah. And then Joel Schumacher did the other two. And I know they get real campy with Joel Schumacher yes, because of he was the king of camp. Yeah. Um, And they get a little like, yeah, I am interested to to watch because mm-hmm. there is Batgirl and yeah. Robin and Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy and the Riddler. And, you know, and it's like, yeah, there's Two-Face, so many. Yeah. Penguin, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. It's Catwoman and Penguin in Returns. Yeah. And Max Shrek. Who? He's just like a really rich guy. And he's played by Christopher Walken. Oh. And he's the one who kind of like nudges Penguin into being Bad. who he... Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's just a line where he's like trying to convince him that being bad is good. Mm. And he says... You know, that he'll have lots of money, but then he also says unlimited poontang. <gasps> and his little Christopher Walken voice. Jesus. <laughs> it is wild. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be great. Whenever anyway. Watch that. Yep. It's not what we're doing right now. No. What we're doing right now is getting the hell out of here because we've been out here for too long. So, so. if you would like to come talk to us, maybe come tell us what kind of supervillain you would be. You can find us on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast or on Tumblr at the same or at Gmail. Same thing, Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to all of our other episodes over on all the platforms Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, etc. Go check it out. You can also join us on Patreon for some bonus episodes. Just, you know, pay. Pay us a little money monthly to get to our bonus content. There's lots of shit over there to listen to. And um, you can also go to our coffee page. It's ko-fi. You can buy individual bonus episodes if Patreon is too much of a commitment for you. And you can also buy physical copies of all of our cute merch designed by hers truly, <laughs> Meat Wedge. Me, the birthday girl. Do it for me for my birthday. Yeah. It's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to this movie. <laughs> Happy In birthday. descending order of importance. Exactly. Um. Yeah. All, other ways that you can help us out are just to tell your friends. You know, send them an episode. Subscribe other people if you're near their phone. Just sign them up for our podcast when they're not looking. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a review. Yeah. That helps us out. It does. It really does. And we appreciate it. Uh, in the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.